1: Reloaded, a podcast brought to you by MASH Those Buttons, covering World of Warcraft Classic, now TBC Classic, and this community. I am Bobby, also known as Blazing Bob, and today we are joined by Mel, aka Melarina. How you doing?
2: Hi, I'm good. It's not Friday, so I'm like much more refreshed.
1: Yep, definitely. Yeah, I it's come a lot. On
2: with, it's been a long day of work, <laughs> we'll get there.
1: We always perk up by by the end, but we're also joined by Ryan, aka Cognitive Pit. How you doing?
0: I'm good. I feel the same way. Saturday is, uh, you know, I'm still tired. Like I always say, anytime we do it on Saturday, but uh, it's it's nice not coming off of working all day.
1: Well, we will have to look at that in the future, but for now. We also have special guest returning to the show, Willie, how you doing?
3: Hello, hello, thanks for having me on again. Um, I thought today was yesterday, but today's
4: today.
1: <laughs> I'm feeling <laughs> pretty well, good about today. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Groundhog Day. Yeah. Uh, it kind of is that way, currently doing PvP, but we'll, we, we will get to that Um so the show show today, we've got a nice, l- lively show for you. We're going to go through housekeeping, and we're going to go through what, what what Willie's been doing in TBC and his journey so far, then what we've been doing, and a l- maybe a little bit in, in raid pr- progress, and then we've got a little bit of news, and then we're going to discuss at the end... Should streamers get special privileges from devs and MMOs? So stick around and check it out. I want to remind ev- everybody that we always stream on Twitch live at Mash Those Buttons. That's twitch.tv slash Buttons. Yep. We had uh, a couple reviews this week.
0: Yes, we did. We have uh, quite a few
2: like they're making up for our dry spell last week you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> everyone uh everyone really comes together here actually a couple of them uh were mailed to me and in a way that i could have read them last week but uh i just forgot to add them hey, in oh. <laughs> uh but the the first one and the first few are uh from apple podcast reviews great podcast love the podcast and guests they have on for different viewpoints it's nice to have Alliance players to maul with and put my struggle into words as an ally on a PvP server. Best WoW podcast around and hope it continues as long as Classic does. Bob, meet me in chat as agreed uh, for my payment for this review. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the
1: secret's out. The wow. secret's out.
0: <laughs> Bob does always uh. brag about how much money he has. so I, it, it, it could be that this is what's going on here
2: mel never brags about how much money she has so you know i'm not paying anybody
0: <laughs> you know he does that and then again i think what last week you you owed mel 2800 gold or
4: something
0: uh-huh. i yeah. paid it back though okay
3: how back. Back. do you owe 2800 that's a that's a lot
1: because well, we both worked <laughs> up our alts and then she she gave me all of her gold allowed me to get my epic mount first
2: okay listen he hit 70 like a half a day before i did and he's like yeah i'll pay you back and then we can get your epic mount now i'm like i feel like this is not gonna go the way i want it to <laughs> that's
0: a lot of gold <laughs> he's like you have
2: flight form and i'm like yeah flight form is a slow mount yep.
0: it's worse it's than a, slow mount, a isn't it?"
2: <laughs> no i think it's the same i
0: thought it was 50 percent flight form and think, uh, uh and, no, and no, just, mounts are 60 they're all just horrible it feels like i'm it feels like i'm just does. gliding I I just want to put it out there I was I was calling this way before TVC. not a lot of people remembered this but I was like flying on a slow mount it's just swimming through the air it's unbelievably like frustrating as you do it uh, but we have another we have more reviews to get through <laughs> yeah. uh, the next one is from Boamir uh, on Bigglesworth knowledge and fun wrapped in one found your podcast a few weeks ago and have been listening backwards ever since a knowledgeable group with a good mix of all archetypes to pipe in on whatever you're playing. The most fun has been listening to the current episodes. It's nice to hear what other people are going through at the same time. Very fun and relevant. Also, have to say, the general positivity from all three hosts is extremely refreshing. Keep the episodes pumping, guys. These two reviews are, in one review we're molding and the next one we're very positive. (laughs) Well,
1: I I think we are generally more positive most of the time. I think just the last couple episodes have been a little rough, but I mean, we're back to form now. Yeah.
2: We brought Uh, on our alliance (laughs) brethren here, so, Mm -hmm. you know, we're ready.
1: (laughs) The next two reviews are actually
0: on uh, the Warcraft Radio Reviews. Uh, The first one is from Caldera. Hey guys, just started listening at the launch of TBC. We have been playing classics since launch. I thoroughly enjoy the show and your banter from each person's perspective is great as I have been in each role sometime or another. I'm curious what your take is on the transition from 40 to 25 mans. As the leader of our second 25 man team, I know it's been hard at times to balance the rosters and you guys had mentioned you were starting your second team. We just got ours started and we cleared it all, but it's going to be harder in phase two. We'd love to hear your thoughts and maybe even chime in. Um, keep up the good work. Your entertaining voices are valued. Caldera on Atiesh, raid lead of team two from the guild. Um, that's actually, maybe we should talk about that during a raid progression, because I do have a few things to talk about for 25 men and getting our 25 men, second 25 men set up and mm-hmm. things like that. So cool. Sounds good to me time to talk about it Uh, and then the other uh, warcraft radio review hey guys love the show keep pumping out the great content i've never reviewed a podcast before but wanted to get my idea out there for the same faction bgs so here i am if the reason horde queues are so long is because alliance aren't doing bgs why not allow alliance to complete the bg daily multiple times per day maybe three times a day instead of once i think alliance needs some sort of incentive to queue up and I don't think honor would be as effective as gold. Uh, just a thought. Love y'all. Beef Chief, Torn Druid of Westfall PVE. Big fan. <laughs> big fan of Torrens, first of all. If you're going to play Horde, <laughs> big fan of Torrens. <laughs> and Beef Chief is an excellent name. Um, I'm, 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 a bi- I'm also a big fan of uh, ideas like this. I think that even if we're going to include same faction BGs at some point, um, I think I've mentioned before, I think the best thing to do is still have some sort of locked queue where there's some amount of wait time, but any incentive to get Alliance PvPing, I think is overall, I think a, a good thing. I'd be worried about any sort of gold incentives, um, that are too large just because, um, just because you don't want to create hyperinflation or anything like that as it's already yeah. going to happen. Um, uh, but I think, you know, three extra dailies probably wouldn't <laughs> cause that uh but yeah that's i think that's a, a really good idea any kind of incentive i think would work um the next two were actually mailed to me once from lr who was actually in chat uh, i had to write you mel and bob a review after gave me a shout out on the last podcast i keep running into kim Jong un in the uh <laughs> in the open world and have nicknamed them famous after hearing about them on the podcast so much i'm a huge fan i left wow when pandaria dropped and I've been loving every minute of classic since I came back. I made a horde tune, but after getting hooked on the podcast, I decided to go alliance this time. Keep up the good work,
4: or the alliance.
0: <laughs> I appreciate oh yeah, you going alliance. <laughs> we need we need more. Listen, we have be- the un- being an underdog brings about a-, a level of camaraderie that you can't get on the horde. <laughs> you know, you go horde, everyone goes horde, but alliance. We'll t-
1: together, strong. We've been joking about Alliance, like, since phase two, tripping you as they run by past the Horde, but as of late, man, my brothers on white, on on freaking white maid have been, like, stopping, helping, like, I've been stopping, helping, it's been... It's kind of getting a little better, bit of a culture sure. change. I, I think started. the Horde
0: versus Horde BGs, it's not that Horde ended up going to BGs and they're not ganking as much anymore, but Alliance are just kind of mad about it. So we're fighting yeah. back more in the open world. We just don't want to give in and and it give could up. Be. Uh, the next one, uh, it's a little embarrassing to read because of how genuinely nice it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to read it because it brings up some good points. But um, I listened to your podcast from last week and just now your guest spot on Countdown um, if you haven't heard it, I did a little spot with Josh in Countdown to Classic uh, yelling, malding, if you will, <laughs> <laughs> about the VGs. Uh, I just want to go out of my way to say thank you. Your critical thought, genuine passion, and clear articulation have been a breath of fresh air over the course of listening to and reading about these recent proposed changes. As a casualty of Scarum Phase 2, I wish you and your server good fortune and healthy factions. Happily transferred, Paladaddy, also from Westfall PVE. Um, so maybe you can go hang out with uh, beef chief <laughs> the, the yeah, he
1: beef had chief to be talking Palatani. about <laughs> <laughs> he he had to be talking about you or Mel because uh articulate isn't uh how i've been the past few weeks it's been more like <laughs> okay i can't talk anymore
2: I I he was try- specifically talking about yep
0: yeah i think i think the, the countdown i tried to articulate as well as i could on uh <laughs> countdown so um but yeah i mean i i wanted to especially read that because he is a casualty of phase two a wonderful example of a pvp player uh who ended up moving to pve and i'm they're happily transferred and Uh, That was my main concern for all of the Alliance players who may go down that same route. Uh, But thank you, Palladaddy, and thank you, everyone, for your reviews
1: and your messages. And also to follow that up, I got a few messages from people thinking that I hate PvE players. I just want to clear that up. I do not. I just, I was saying in my perfect world, everybody would be involved in PvP. i Did not properly articulate that. So no, I do not hate PVE players. I'm sorry that I gave off that impression. It's pretty
0: funny. You you it was a pretty radical stance you took. You were like PVE servers shouldn't even exist. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being targeted. Oh my
1: gosh. I, I do understand that people do love PVE servers, and I'm not I don't hate on them, I don't think it's dumb. Like I just wanted to clear that up. I just said my perfect world, every player would be there clashing because that's just what i want you know but that's you know we all have wants and needs and some of them are different but willie how have you been doing in tbc classic we haven't talked to you since release no it's
3: been uh feels like it's been all go i've been uh you know playing a a little bit i guess um (laughs) obviously i've got the main that's the warlock uh an expansion first launch i I approached it a, quite a bit different from classics. I had sort of a guild that I was more established with, and uh, we went full on dungeon grind uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think over like two days there wasn't more than like four hours of sleep, and it was pretty much non stop I think we got capped on like day two or three. I don't know the days just sort of merged together into like one mega day um, yeah but that was that was really fun actually. I really like doing that. I wish I could do that more often. I just know it's not really like good in any single way whatsoever <laughs> even though it's, maybe that's why it's fun
1: uh, I don't know if you happen to catch the first podcast after release but we were like and then we did this yeah. and then we did this yeah. we were so delirious I mean it's
3: all about the uh, you know slave pens memes that you know you go into slave pens to save the slaves but then you realize they're worth rep and you're like scenarian Circle why do you why do you want <laughs> us to do this
4: what is the point
3: <laughs> before we meant to save them um, but yeah, I got my locked cap. Um, obviously, in that I've been raiding on it, been claiming all the content. Uh, it's no problem. I've got my alt, who is a uh, paladin, who was initially planned to be prot, but there was tons of interest from mainly tank players, uh, who were already main tank players but wanted to play a second tank to play prot. So I ended up playing ret, and I nearly have them at Prebis. I'm one primal never off Lionheart champion. Oh nice! And I have uh, pretty much the rest of the gear. And then I also have a druid at 70, um, which I don't know, I just kind of like resto. Um, And I've cleared Outland of all the quests on my uh, paladin and warlock. Uh, All three of my characters have epic mounts. I pretty much all the crafted gear on paladin and warlock. Um, In preparation, I set up like five alchemists and six tailors. So uh, that on top of questing money and uh, of course the GM of the guild who runs the gem market for metas on the server, uh mm-hmm. basically sends me mats every day for all of my cooldowns. So I just uh nice. you know, went to Sonarian Circle, bought loads of plant parts, handed in, got to honored, bought the token, um, the rep thing for what was it? Uh the this not the Skyfire,
1: the other one. Uh oh, Sawn Diamond. The... Oh yes, yes. The... Yeah. been making those daily. Is it, is it... Yeah,
3: I'm
2: forgetting
3: the name of it too. The Skyfire um, Diamond with Alchemy? Uh, the alchemy. Earth, Earthstorm. Storm. Yeah, it's Storm. like Relentless Storm. Earthstorm. Earthstorm. The one that's like 3% crit and some agility. And uh, but yeah, other than that, it's, uh, I kind of got to a phase where I'm sort of at raid logging now because that's how TBC goes. Eventually, there's so much less emphasis on the continued need to farm because the way I play the game, I just make so much gold that I don't know what to do with it. Just requesting and you know, professional. Send cooldowns. it to
2: Mel. <laughs> she has <Yeah>. no gold. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been uh, it's been going good. Had a lot of fun with it.
4: Nice.
3: Uh, looking forward nice. to phase five.
0: I don't I don't want them to rush phase five, but you know, <laughs>
3: I'm looking forward to it. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah.
0: Leveling up is way more gold than I make on my warrior. Just <laughs> just. One hundred percent. I'm. Uh, I started leveling my druid, and I've had to siphon some of its gold <laughs> just to keep my enchants and gems going. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah it is nuts especially if you're working up an en- an enchanter all like along with it just all the different quests re- rewards and enchanting mats seem to be holding price really well so
2: maybe that's yeah. why i'm broke because i'm like a hoarder i just keep all my enchanting mats because i think i'm going to need them at some point
3: yeah yeah i Starting mean this is in my ways yeah it can be worth doing but uh yeah, it's just the once you level cap, especially if you level through dungeons, the amount of money you get from, even if you just do Neverstorm and Moon Valley, it's thousands and thousands.
1: Yeah. yeah, and it's guaranteed gold. Yeah, we ended up leveling up our our second characters doing just pretty much exclusively questing, and then I got to level seventy like at the start of. We had finished Shadow Moon and I, at like the start of, of uh, Netherstorm, I got it. And then Mel got it like towards the middle of, of Netherstorm. And we were kind of just like, well, we kind of regret that because the amount of money we made on the mains that went through dungeons is just out of this world. And it's a lot more fun than just grind, at least for us, than just grinding mobs over and over again. Because I did do that just yesterday. And it actually was pretty good gold per hour because I was just trying to work up, I had to do something to care and I had to work up maces. So mm-hmm. I just did that for a few hours, working that to 350 and actually made like 150 gold an hour just killing the ogres in, in Negrand. Like, So it is, you can still make, you, there's just a lot of ways to make gold, but I wish I wasn't out of quests. <laughs> yeah. I hate yeah, questing so on my
0: prot warrior. I, I don't enjoy so open my it. my brother Old. says. Yeah, I, I don't,
1: don't enjoy open, it at yeah. all.
3: <laughs> I've been uh, feeling that on the Paladin sometimes because uh, it's rep for raiding, but outside of raiding, if I ever want to poke anything, I know I'm making life difficult for myself by not being prop. So <laughs> I play prop yeah. outside of raids. <laughs> but uh, yeah, respect costs.
1: Just doesn't seem to be a lot of tanks because tanking sucks if you're not a paladin. Like it's it's freaking hard. So a lot of people don't want to do it. And there's a lot of people looking for tanks. It's kind of it's kind of a bummer. What's it's
0: interesting in is guild is druid. Well, it's it's interesting because in guild we don't see that problem. And I've been reading um other people also experiencing this where it seems like if you have a pretty established guild, you actually have more tanks than needed. I when I ever look for a group, I'm almost always pugging because there's no one in guild who needs (laughs) me to tank things for them. Occasionally, you'll see someone who's like, oh, you know, I needed to tank for this or for that. But if I'm looking for a group, I I end up having to pug and having to go outside of guild just because it seems like we have four or five people who tank and not that many people concurrently running heroics. It seems like it's been kind of tough in guild. But for out of guild and if you're not an established guild, finding a tank must be a nightmare. (laughs)
3: Yeah, I've been. Uh, I mean, when I um pog on the paladin, just you know, if I'm trying to, I, I'm mostly trying to pog on prop paladin to get badges to buy ret gear because it's faster than playing ret, especially <laughs> when you can't find uh, in guild groups. Even though rets, it's, I mean, everything's fine in dungeon and blessings are just op to be honest. But yeah, I I tried tanking my first few heroic dungeons on Prot yesterday. Like, oh my god, it's stressful. <laughs> like the amount of incoming damage really? is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Things do a lot of
1: damage, and yeah, like in trash mobs
3: hitting harder than bosses, a
1: lot harder.
2: Yeah, as a oh, warrior,
1: yeah. you're just running around with your, like 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 a chicken with your head cut off, like oh oh oh.
3: At least I can keep aggro. That's that's one thing. That's yep, the most important <laughs>
2: Yeah, I will. Speaking from a healer's perspective, that is definitely the most important thing because it usually comes and whacks me if it, if you don't.
1: Yep. Has there has anything like surprised you quite a bit? Like, kind of jumped out and been like, "Oh, I really didn't expect this to be this way in TBC."
3: Mm, I guess if anything, the how fast the profession cooldown items have come down in yeah. price. Um, yeah, when I checked primal mites during like the first, I think it was the end of the first week. I, I was thinking, right, these things going to be five hundred gold easily. And they were two hundred and eighty. I was like, "Oh, that's
4: mm-hmm.
3: not bad, honestly." <laughs> with where I'm out of gold at the moment, that's pretty affordable. And then they've just kept going down, down for me now. Primal mites just above a hundred. Uh, Shadow cloth is same, seventy. Yeah. Spell cloths about the same. Uh, moon cloth is mm-hmm. around fifty-ish. Uh, they've just come down super fast.
1: Um, I, that's almost exactly yeah. the same as our server, except today I made my my moon cloth, and moon cloth was up to seventy, and I sold three of them for that so i was like oh cool yeah i feel like my
2: biggest issue with the cooldowns is getting all of the mats to complete my cooldowns every time they're up like primal mites come on every 20 hours like i gotta go buy all these things i should just buy them but the prices keep coming down right so i don't want to like stock up on them so i have them because i know they'll be cheaper in a day when i have to get them Mm
0: -hmm. again yeah yeah i'm really surprised uh, that the prices. They're everything's super cheap. Gems are super cheap. Um, they came down a lot. Like mm-hmm. my my gems cost less to buy cut than they are just raw. <laughs> Same. It's really crazy. Other than the the spell damage, I guess, the rubies. Yeah, the rubies uh, everything so. else seems incredibly cheap.
2: But the healing like red ruby, living ruby, is still cheaper to buy yeah. the cut one. Because the raw ones are selling for the price of the spell damage one. You know. It's
1: Crazy. I was going to say, it's confusing to me uh, why anybody cuts them. I guess so. Uh, yeah,
3: levels. But if you're uh, you a transmute for Primal Might and it's worth like nothing, it might be worth looking at the meta gems. If you're honored with Honor Hold, you can get the Skyfire Diamond one, uh, which you can't buy, but you can buy honors with Cenarion Circle.
2: I have the Skyfire Diamond. I, oh. I think the profit on the Primal Might is more right now than the Skyfire Diamond, but...
1: I thought yeah. you sold the Skyfire Diamond. I did. one. I th- no, I thought oh. you sold that recipe for no, like... No, I have it. ...1500 No, that was for jewel
0: crafting. Okay. This is for alchemy. Yeah, the transmute you just get from... Rep. Yeah, it's uh, Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, it's
3: transmute to... Get up. I think it's like fire and something else for the Skyfire. Kind of expensive. Maybe the uh, other one's easier.
0: Are are either of you are you guys transmute spec? Have you guys been getting any two times transmutes at all? Or? Oh oh my I went mine level elixir 60. spec. Oh. no.
2: <laughs> I went elixir. Mainly because I make elixirs most and it counts for flasks too. And so I was just being selfish and that's what I wanted to get procked on. And I always forget to do my transmutes, so
0: fair. Yeah, it just seems like the they don't proc that often. Um like I would in my head, I would think that these really low prices would come from the fact that everyone's transmute spec and just procking left and right and probably driving prices down. But that isn't the case. They're just <laughs> the prices of everything's I think just dropping. Everybody so just,
2: much. everybody just. It honestly is a lot of people with a lot of alts that's that I think what it is. that have multiple mm-hmm. cooldowns every day. You know what I mean? There's just yep.
0: a I mean, we have people in our guild who have sixty. <laughs> we have that's people that's in our guild true who true. had six tailors. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's me. It's Willie's <laughs> fault. Yep. So I'm uh driving the economy to be more
0: affordable for the uh poor masses. So uh you know, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh the, during the first couple of weeks I had to like vendor some of my classic gear and stuff to get my gems. And now I can just go get them. They're like 20 gold. I can just get them from my Karazan loot at the end of the night.
2: I just have to ask Bob. Like, Bob, can I have some gold? I need to repair.
1: One tip for Alliance tailors that have the tailor gods that are level sixty. things are kind of a pain. but everybody says go to to Zangermarsh to do your uh your your primal moon cloth. But the best place that I have found is Blade's Edge Mountain in the very north ruined weld or something like that you fly right there the the flight path is right there whereas zangarbarsha you have to run all the way over there from the from the flight path so a little tip that's helped me quite a bit if anybody has any tips on how to do shadow cloth fast i could use that because that's the one that's a pain for me every week on the two other tailors yeah i
0: can imagine a lot of people are doing those because you can get tailoring spec uh, at level sixty, I, I imagine Zanger Marsh just comes from the fact that it's just easier for a level sixty to get there. But once you have the flight path to Blades Edge, you're you're good to go. You don't doesn't yep. matter. <laughs> yeah, you need to go there. The spell cloth anyway. Yeah, you have you, to. Go I,
1: there. I mean, you have to run to Netherstorm unless you have a warlock's. Well, a warlock can't summon you. They could summon you using the stone, but like. That's the only way, so you have to walk past the flight path anyhow. You might as well grab it. How
2: do you get to Nagrand? Or not Nagrand. How do you get to another storm? There
1: there's, a a, there's a
3: bridge. Oh, there's there a bridge. Is, yeah. Mm. Yep. yeah. It's, uh, it's not bad to do the... I've done it, well, obviously a bunch of times, but you, have a, you just run there, really. I don't know what else <laughs> to say. <laughs> Even on the 60% mount, right. the only time you'll really die is in Blade's Edge. That's the most dangerous bit. Yeah. And for uh, yeah, I professionals, I everything pretty easy. If you don't care about their Aldor uh, or scryers, go scryers. Then you can get a flight path, which is much nearer the altar.
1: Yeah, I've Plus, thought about doing that. I just don't know if I want to do it in case I want to work those characters up.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's I say it's much nearer. It's like probably two minutes on the sixty percent mount, so it's not a big deal. And hopefully, there's people farming gold on the air elementals, so you just run straight through. What usually happens <laughs> yeah, to me. Right
1: i found, uh, I've like, I run through it, even if I take aggro, cause I always get that stupid, that stupid lizard that's right there. I found a way to run uh, off and get him to de-aggro and then I run back. Yeah. I used to just go there, die, then run back, then craft my cloth and hearth. But now I've, I've figured out how to not die at least.
3: cloth's definitely an annoying one, but, uh, yeah, if you go area 52, uh, if you summon, if you did a spell cloth right outside the inn, you can get four guards on it. Then you run to the flight path. I've done this a lot. Yep. And uh, by the time you're at the flight path, <laughs> yep. then uh, the guards have killed the elemental that you spawned. Unless you're on a rogue where you can vanish and it instantly despawns. And you fly over to Sylvanar, uh, which is Alliance only. There's a moon well just uh, down the ramp from the flight path. And then you fly to uh, Shadow Moon. Just run across. And then you hearth back to Area 52 and say wow. uh, goodbye, character, for three days.
4: <laughs>
1: yep. that's funny
2: i do think that elemental that spawns in netherstorm is like pretty tough it hits pretty
0: hard yeah it drops uh, most pretty often though someone in our guild said (laughs) someone in our guild sold the cooldown and the person who bought the cooldown asked for like demanded that they get the most from the
1: elemental that dropped Negative. also. And that I thought was that was hilarious. really funny.
0: <laughs> like, it's yeah, he bad. bought it. He wants them. <laughs> no. Yeah, That's not how it works. That, that,
1: that thing does hit pretty hard. Cause the first time I did it on, on lock dude, like it. I wasn't prepared for me. it. Like, yeah, I wasn't prepared for it. I was like, did that just kill me? Like, like my pet was like dead before I even was like, Oh, there's a mob here. And then I was just dead. I was like, what just happened? That, uh, oh, man. drops
3: a lot of moats though but yeah that thing is uh, it's no joke it if you're on a fresh 70 it could uh, surprise you yeah easily
1: yep alright well anything else you want to add in before we move on to what what we've been doing uh, no go for it okay what have you been doing Ryan
0: um I've been dealing with my gear <laughs> so I think last <laughs> week I might have talked about the the tank panic that's been going on I feel like for warriors where everyone was like yeah druids are gonna be better than us in in phase five for sure like it's gonna be tough to be a warrior in in phase five but with paladins just dominating dungeons and then druids actually being totally fine on most of the current content uh and by fine i mean better than warrior <laughs> on most of the current content uh everyone's been feeling rolled down on themselves and and going into a panic so um of course following along uh as I have a, a Feral Druid who on Groll is constantly uh, up up close up to, close to my threat, much shockingly close to my threat as the off tank. Um, I started gearing more towards threat. So I had all my mitigation gear pretty much done already, except for Curator's pants, uh, the pants that Curator drops. Uh, they have eluded me. But this week, I got every single item I needed and more. <laughs> so I got Romulo's poison or whatever, uh, from, from raid. But then I also got griffs of deafness. I got the pants from curator and I got the, uh, the bow that has hit on it. It's like the crossbow from, uh, So all, all this time, I've only been just like re-gearing myself and gemming different ways and just trying to optimize my threat while staying at at hit cap and uh, not hit cap, defense cap, and then also trying to improve to hit cap and expertise. So I've just been messing around with my gearing on my warrior to see how I can optimize better. Um, And that's been fun. I learned about these gloves. If you're a warrior or maybe if you're other classes that need expertise, too, Um, there is a quest in Netherstorm. Um, I think they're called like the the it's like the flesh burn the flesh or something uh, and you get like these flesh gloves that have 18 expertise on them. They're leather. They're basically grips of deftness where you're missing some of the main stats, but you get three extra expertise, which as a human warrior actually rounds out to one entire expertise, uh, one expertise skill higher. So it's a little expertise ratings, a little confusing because you don't get any benefit unless you get a rounded out. Expertise point, which takes about really? four rating. Yeah, so if you have mm-hmm. three out of four rating to get to your next expertise skill point, that three is just entirely wasted. There's no benefit to it at all. Um, but these actually, as a human warrior using the hunger and cold or Latros, you'll actually have exactly one extra skill rating, which was pretty exciting. Uh, it was, but as soon as I got those gloves, I enchanted them with two percent threat, and then Karazan rolls around and I get grips of deafness, so I got to enchant those with 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 two percent threat so i've had to pay the toll to get my gear but uh really it's just been like a a gear adventure on my warrior for me uh this, this last week and i haven't been doing too much extra stuff because i'm there's not i'm following the trend of what happened in vanilla vanilla classic i'm trying not to spend a lot of time doing stuff that I don't need to do because I don't want to burn out at this phase. There's going to be a lot more raiding to do going forward and a lot more to do. And I'm leveling my Druid uh, slowly. I think it's almost 66 right now, uh, and I'm trying to level it with Bingo, who's been uh, out and about right now. So I've been just taking my time. I'm not trying to play more than I need to play uh, because I don't want to burn out (laughs) in this phase where there's not a ton to do. Uh, so that's that's really where I've been at. It's just it's gearing and figuring out how to make my warrior uh, as good as possible.
1: Nice, nice. Well, for Melody, we've been basically just just PvP, and for <laughs> the most part, right?
4: Yeah,
2: lots of PvPing. Lots of Bob asking me to PvP and me saying no, I'm too tired.
1: <laughs> yep, but I've still been I've still been doing it. I've I've been keeping going strong. And it's actually pretty cool because we're starting to have a lot of success, which is driving the guildies that do come to want to do it again the next day. Like we had a pre-made pretty much every day. We're not getting full pre-mades. We got a full pre-made one night for Warsong Gulch, but that was 10, you know? And we just won pretty much every every single game. Like it was crazy good. We even went up against other pre-mades and... It's been a blast, and like we've been doing, we've been doing partial premades, and still, and, and still winning a lot. And it's been a, it's been a lot of fun. We've done some Alteric Valley. Have you been like, running into
0: a, a lot of horde premades when you're a partial premid?
1: We run into partial ones more often, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. those are definitely tougher. Those would be like we had an Eye of the Storm game that was like twenty five or thirty minutes that ended. With us only winning by like fifteen points, oh, wow. oh was it was awesome. so close! Those it was a battle ones, to Sunday. the death. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it it was what you live like what you live for. You are like, yeah. oh, that was awesome, yeah. you know?
2: Yeah, like win or lose, like that was just a fun fight, right?
1: Yep. But um, I do want to come back to BG's real quick in a second. But the other thing that I did that was really neat was last night. I went. To, we both went on our alts to Kara. Um yeah. and I off tanked. Um, I came as PVE arms, which I kinda just wish I would have just come as full as full prot, but I was able to off tank the bosses that needed to be off that needed to be off tanked. And it was a good time, man. Like I had a really good time and Thank you for that weak aura that showed me, uh, <laughs> like, because it did help a lot. Because I had a lot, like, I I didn't use much re resilience, but I did use the two pieces that give me the extra thirty five, which was kind of a huge. Bump. It's, a, it's insanely huge, yeah, yeah. So I did that? That was that was that was really fun. And if they invite me back, I think I'm just gonna go full. Full prot and like maybe even like main, m- main take some because
4: mm.
1: that would be really like it, it was a lot more fun than I was expecting. Because five man dungeons seemed to be a little different when taking, like, those seemed to be a little bit more crazy than actual Kara taking bosses was.
0: Yeah, Kara Ka- yeah, is like a lot too. of fun. Like, I, I went from I don't want to say feeling bad about my warrior, <laughs> but as soon as we went to that first Kara, I was like. Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> and especially when you're, I don't i want to say lower geared, it gets kind of rough once you get super, like, a lot of mitigation. Um, But before that, it's like you get hit once from a boss and you're full of rage and you just have, you can push yep. all your buttons. You're not rage started. It's, it's really nice to uh, to be a warrior in that position for sure. Like, I really like the like main tanking aspects of a warrior. It's just trash always feels like, okay, <laughs> here I am.
2: <laughs> yeah, I got to Tired heal on my off. druid. It did wonderful.
0: Nice. Did you use tranquility?
2: Ever? No. <laughs> I, I don't. I think to?
0: that's no. I don't. I don't think that's like in your rotation. I was just wondering.
2: Oh uh, yeah, no, I didn't. I did think about. It's a lot of mana, by the way. But I did think about using it when we were doing that dragon boss. I'm really bad with names.
0: N- Nightbane. Nether. Nether no, s- not, not Night Nightbane. Sponystorm. Netherstorm. No, no,
2: Netherstorm.
3: Nether He's the one with the AoE. <laughs> we got it uh
2: but like during the phase where you're like all stacked up at the window right yeah but i didn't so
1: yeah but doing all this pvp you know we've talked about pvp and same faction bgs yada 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 we've talked about it to death over the last few episodes but i've noticed the the other problem and actually what i think is the bigger problem pv like i have to like i have to BG for like a good freaking 10 hours to get a piece of gear. Like that's like, I could go to Kara and get one or two, maybe even three pieces just doing that for a few hours. Like it used to kind of be the same um, uh, amount of time when like this con, this content was harder and like people weren't as good, but like the honor does need to be changed. Like it's, crazy to like if you want to entice people to pvp don't make it so that they look at it and go well that's gonna take a long time you know what i mean like entice it by actually just giving more honor i mean i i just it is accurate i looked at old screenshots it is accurate to what we got in tbc but i don't think we got en- enough i know a bunch of people who would just enjoy who want to get to max PvP gear and then still PvP after that to see how they rank up you know even in BGs so just give it a just give it faster and you'll get more people to play. Well
0: I mentioned this before too pre patch I was able to get more honor than I was than I'm able to right now at 70 um and that I think is a huge problem too a lot of us got spoiled in that pre patch period I hit my 75k honor then and I still have plenty of honor left because I, I just I just need the pieces for tanking. I don't I didn't get like my full set. But if I wanted my full set, it would feel worse to go do now. I mean, if we were gonna go pre-made, then yeah, it's probably still okay. But when we were pre-mating in pre-patch, I was getting so much honor that it just <laughs> it just doesn't feel good. So I, I think that is kind of a problem. And for people who are more casual, it's might be fun to do some BGs, but if you're doing the grind, it's a it's a real grind. Um with Kara, especially with content being pretty pretty puggable right now the current content mm-hmm. that's out is puggable i think maybe that will change in phase 5 or not phase 5 and tier 5 a little bit where it might not be that possible to go pug ssc as easily and then maybe it makes more sense to get some of this pvp gear um also the grind might add up more cuz we are able to leverage our kind of like social structure of our guild to be able to very easily clear uh content and get gear and that kind of factors right. into those hours that you're not accounting for when it comes to pve but when you can go pug anything pretty simply then it kind of the balance shift is is kind of messed up
2: you guys we had one of our um one of our dps and our kara last night had to leave like for an emergency mid kara and so they were trying to find somebody in the looking for group and they found this hunter and they're like oh he's guildless okay that's fine He's I don't know about his gear. They're like, but he's a hunter, right? Like, okay. Then he gets there and he's not attuned. Like, he can't get in. And we're just (laughs)
1: like,
2: oh my god. (laughs) It's like a
1: kid walk in for some reason. We're like, oh, okay. (laughs) We've
3: got a a few things to do, buddy. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) That always makes me feel sad when, like, that kind of thing happens. I feel sad. Yeah.
2: (laughs) No, he... I guess he was like begging. He like kept sending messages like, I'll get it. I'll get it. And He's like, no, we're done. We're done. We need to move on.
1: We had something similar happen to us in a, in a eye of the storm while we were doing a, a semi pre-made, a mage was doing a real good job locking the, uh, locking mid up, you know? And so he was on our server. So I messaged him, Hey, you want to join our group? He was like, yeah, he joined. That I said, oh, you need to leave queue. It says that you're in queue, but he had taken the queue in, and then he AFK'd out, and then he couldn't queue with us, and he couldn't queue for 15 oh. minutes. And I was like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I told him to thoughts, message kid. me back later, but like I didn't tell him to AFK. I told him to leave queue, so you know. But I felt really bad for him. But it's been really cool. I'm sure Willie gets this a lot too when he's out in the world or in BEGs, but. Yeah. Everybody who has said they like the pod, like while I've been BGing, thank you so much. That means so much. I've had a lot of love, and it made me feel really good. And a special shout out to Kyn Ran, K Y N R A N from Fair Alina. He ran into me and Bushy Bottoms in an Altrick Valley, and him and I think it was his friend came and like basically pocket like. Pocket healed us while we back capped everything, played D, then went and annihilated the entire offense. It was the most bonus honor I've ever gotten in an all in an Altric Valley ever. I believe it was six hundred and twenty, but we literally and they had, they had one tower, so like they had sixty three and we had six hundred twenty, and it was only a twenty two a twenty two minute game. It was the best game of Altric Valley ever. Play defense, guys. You just need a small team to do it, but man, it worked out good. So, special I, thank I'm you for that. I'm starting to
2: get a complex because nobody ever messages me. What what is happening? <laughs> why why you guys like yip and Bob better? What's happening? Oh,
1: I think maybe you're just not on Mel Arena as much. Like I don't usually get it out on the server. It's just I think the BG is constantly being with so many different people. You just have more opportunity to run into people. usually there
2: with you in the BG, so don't act like. I'm just not available. Truth. It's, Truth. Fine. it's fine, guys. Bob understand? shouts
0: people Maybe out no. if they pocket heal him. He gives out little <laughs> rewards. Little- I'll <laughs> shout yeah. you
2: out if you peel for me.
1: <laughs> uh, you were going to say something, Willie?
3: Oh, no, I was just saying, yeah, you know, got a uh, shout out, you know, easy. <laughs> easy recognition <laughs> right there. I mean, but yeah, in Battlegrounds as well, you've got so many people from
1: different servers and stuff, so happens a yeah. lot more often than on your own one. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when you BG2, you're normally on Ari Alina, which maybe people don't factor in. Yeah. Yep. Because nobody ever sends anything to lock, to lock dude. So. You guys got to right, run well, with me.
0: Put the, you guys just have to have the same name on every character. I, mean, I can't.
1: <laughs> you know,
0: you're in Discord. You're Blazing Bob still, but that's not your character name. So when someone joins the guild, they'll have no idea who you are or What what's going on. You Did know? you see
2: the horde characters? That is the, true. Like, there's a horde character named like Yip. There's a horde character named like not Yip. Yeah, yeah, or
0: something. It's, it's I, there are. I I refuse to believe that all of them <laughs> are coincidence. There's a horde <laughs> hunter named like Yip with like two P's, and then his pet's name is Yip. And I'm like, there's. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! <laughs> this is I ridiculous. I think.
1: Oh, oh. oh man. All right, well, let's uh let's just do the uh, Vargflocken raid progression. That part's pretty short and sweet. We're still killing it, but you wanted to talk about the possibility.
0: We actually had a rough. We had a rough uh, raid week this week. Actually, I mean, it, I mean, really? qu- quote unquote rough. We had a lot of early deaths on Groll um, this week, and then we had uh, deaths on Mactheridon that we don't normally have. We had like four deaths uh after he came out which was new i mean it wasn't like rough <laughs> but it, it was rougher than normal um i get i mean there yeah. there there are mechanics that you have to do it's kind of like even when things are cheesed you still have to actually do all the mechanics properly <laughs> or you will die uh, i died on groll even uh from my own parry i looked it up i was really hoping we had a rogue who asked in the middle of the groll fight he was like <laughs> does he's like does groll have a cleave and I was like, oh, my God, he's going to be hitting him from the front. Like, why would he ask that? And then I got parry hasted dead. And I was so ready to pull up the logs and be like, <laughs> oh, no, nope, he parried me and then hit yeah. me immediately again. That was on me. Uh, but that was a. Uh, but yeah, raid has been going really well. Uh, I got a ton of gear. Like I said, I'm, I'm pro- I think I've got like everything except King's Defender, which at this point, I don't even think I want King's Defender. Um, but yeah, I want to talk about the 25 man thing, because um Oddly, we've kind of been in the situation where 25-man was weirdly hard to get started. One of the big drives for us wanting to do 25-man was for the mains who just can't fit into the the 25, right? We had uh, quite a few really good players who either had uh, a main alt, so to speak, um, like Kim's Warrior, or we had people who are just really good players who we were rotating in and out of 25-man, um, and over the last couple of weeks, we've had a lot of those people who were like longtime raid members sort of just leave the guild. <laughs> they've they've gone elsewhere or they're talking about going elsewhere to the point where they would rather be in a secure raid than think about going to the the secondary raid, which kind of makes our second 25 man when it does kind of get up and running more of an alt 25 man um yeah. less so than a second 25 man than anything else so that was really just something i want to talk about where it's kind of hard to get that 25 going because going from 40 to 25 it's crazy because we didn't have 10 people quit we might have had two or three people go casual uh going right. into tbc but after that it's been uh kind of it's kind of i think it's the thing that gives officers the most stress <laughs> in our guild Because our guild is well, the most stress. Had, like,
2: 38 to 40 consistent raiders at the end, right? So then you go to 25, but you don't have 50. So you can't like yeah, do and that.
0: And we had we have people bring their friends in too, and there's there's new people who are in our 25 man roster. So it is really hard to get these rosters together. And people want to play what they want to play. I think we are talking before the podcast. Like we have four really good rogues in our guild. <laughs> they parse insanely well but they're also rogues <laughs> so it's hard you <laughs> can't need for necessarily that. bring four of them into every raid um so it has sort of been a tr- struggle and that's the sort of thing where the second 25 man can help a lot um but when it ends up feeling like an alt 25 man yeah i mean it's going to be tough in in phase two like you mentioned right now girl and mag and Karazan, it's easy for Karazan to have alts come in and have uh People who aren't on, like, that main 25 come in. Uh, But when it comes to setting up a full second 25, man, I think it's it's been really a struggle. And I don't want to say... I mean, our guild has been relatively drama-less, I think, for all of vanilla. There might be an occasional, like, loot drama, like Onslaught Girdle or something like that that would pop up. But for the most part, um, everything was really chill. But sh- having to shove all those people into a 25, man, I feel like it has been a lot more stressful uh, on people, for sure, than... um. Than it ever was in vanilla. So it's sort of been a struggle.
2: It's also just like really short, too. Like it's not like the 25 mans don't take very long. Yeah. And there's not a ton of loot. So it's like the effort level of getting another 25 man together and making that also work is very high, where the reward is not equal, I don't think.
0: Yeah. If anything, the best thing that you could do right now, and I think it's way more viable now than it was for us in vanilla is doing like split 25s where you have mains in both that need mm-hmm. certain gear that overlaps and then but then the gear would have to be prio domains over alts uh in that right. sort of situation as well too because frankly one tier piece dropping from 25 man that just yeah. doesn't feel like enough at all because one it doesn't. it's random <laughs> which which token's gonna drop So you can have a string of weeks where just no one needs a particular token coming out. But then also you have 25 people and, you know, you get one shoulder per those 25 people per week. And that just (laughs) doesn't seem right. That just uh, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, there's not everyone not everyone needs their tier, uh, which is good. But again, like I said, if the wrong ones drop three or four weeks in a row, you could very easily go into phase two where you just don't have your tier set. And that's kind of a bummer. Yeah,
1: yeah. I still yeah. only have one piece of tier gear.
2: I don't need very much tier gear. So that helps out, like, prieststone, So that helps out the other people on our
0: our yeah. tier gear. What is it, warriors? Yeah. And, Warrior and druid.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, warlocks suddenly need four. We're expected to only need uh, one or two, but times change. Mm-hmm. Now we need the four set and still it's only salty
1: about uh once on my A little salty dro- uh, <laughs> need yeah, the chest <laughs> i need the force set. i uh passed on the the helm twice Oof, yeah because i had spell strike super early and then found out oh yeah it's no longer bis
0: yeah tell tell me more about this it just turns out that the the force set's really strong and people didn't know uh, that well no chaotic skyfire diamond
3: yep Ah. In. Three percent crit more damage, warlock crit
1: which on ruin, yeah on warlock it's actually, crit damage. Yep, so it's actually six percent more gotcha. rather than three percent more, and then there's something else that stacks too. It's just the meta. So it's actually then. a That's ton like more. The big, the big yep. Okay. Yeah.
3: The meta wasn't there then it'd be uh spell yeah. would be correct, but in the four set it's only like three extra seconds on corruption. But math okay. big, big big math brains have said it's better, so you know.
1: Also, in what's it, it, it called? Uh, Immolate, you get three more seconds too, which is kind of nice.
3: Oh, yeah, the two sets just really good, though. It's like 150 spell damage for 15 seconds, It's just kind yep. of insane, naturally, for a two set. So, you would have yep. got that yeah. even with the uh, without the meta gem, but with the meta gem, it just changes things.
1: Oh, I wonder if you know anything about this. So, I got the robe from uh, from what's his name? the... Oh gosh, I can't ever remember the dragons' names. Nightbane, Fire, Nightbane, Nightbane. Yeah. So, I got that robe that has the hundred and thirty spell power crit or uh, 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 proc. Oh yeah, I got that one as well. Actually, yeah. Um, so I decided to try it on the twenty on the tw- on, on on the twenty five band, and it seems like it's more of a twenty percent proc, whereas. Looked like everybody was saying it was a five per percent, but I did some I did some digging. I guess they changed it in two point four to be twenty oh. percent. Um, um So like I was having that proc along at the same time with my spell strike set. So it actually turned out to be pretty good. I think a lot of people are kind of kind of sleeping on that piece because yeah. you could have that and then still have the other proc too. Maybe not do the helm and have three different spell power procs.
3: Yeah, I um we actually had that drop a bunch and I just took it because I was like, it's otherwise it's a void crystal. I might as well see how it feels. And yeah, it seems to proc a decent a bit. And I've still got the tier three chest, so the tier
1: three chest is really good. I need to look into it. Someone said it might have a 45 second internal cooldown, but I
0: here's I actually I feel
1: like I it doesn't.
0: So WoWhead has data on this. I was talking to a mage in our guild about this recently, um, who was saying it was a five percent proc chance. But Wowhead lists proc chance and internal cooldown as twenty percent proc chance with a fifty second internal cooldown. Um, and if you're saying it lined up with the twenty percent proc chance, I could imagine that maybe that what their data is saying is actually accurate then. Um just on WoWhead's listed on the item. I don't know, just (laughs) throwing that in. But yeah, that's a cool Yes, I wish I had something that cool. Yeah, it seemed decent. At I've, least, got, yeah. I've
1: got the offhand too. That uh, it's like a little flamethrower. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah, I
3: think we we've, we've seen that once. Um, I didn't get it though because badge off hands.
4: They're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, but I don't know. I would argue the crit might actually be better. Just like just more crit, more crit, as much as you could get. Yep. But I've got both. I kind of like I kind of don't know which one to use, but I use the the flamethrower because it looks cooler. True.
3: I mean with warlock gearing, I literally make sure I got enough hit and then everything else is kind of Yeah, just just hit shots. That's the big one.
1: Yeah, I've got a Like it's crazy because like every time I get a new piece, I have to reform my three different sets. My set with an LL mental chamois, my set with a regular chamois because Horde wouldn't have to do this, but our regular chamois still have one percent chance to hit. Um, and then without a chamois at all, and I have to redo all the sets. And like, I've got like, I don't know, five or six slots that I have both a crit and a hit piece. So I could like kind of like change up the gear once I get something new. But it's it's definitely a math problem every time. Yep.
3: Get your 15% hit chance, and you're a 12 1. And you just try and work out what you're getting
0: that's how i uh field my warrior that's what i've been working on because looking at how much you miss as a warrior is unbelievable between parry dodge and hit and there's almost no good hit gear for warrior i finally have everything so that i have good gear but i've gotten pretty lucky with drops probably overall um and it's just like I'll miss 25% of the time with my shield slam on some fights. And that is such an insane amount of threat loss for me that fixing that problem can, can do a lot. Um, and I was feeling good on Tuesday when we did Karazhan and I had a lot more hit. I had a lot more expertise. I felt awesome. Then Thursday rolled around and we moved one of our Karazans to Thursday and, uh, corpse who has actually been on the podcast before is now a paladin in our guild. Um, and he, he. T- solo tanks that except for the bosses that need an off tank of course and i wanted to watch a little bit of it and i (laughs) cried myself to sleep that night (laughs) it was unbelievable how simple he made karazhan look oh let's just pull this whole room and then they did Uh let's just pull all of morose and you don't need to see any of it just we'll just i'll just sit on all of it it's no big deal literally
1: a guaranteed ninety nine parse on morose it's like it's
0: unbelievable, I'm so upset.
1: <laughs> he only needs a off tank one time in the entire dungeon, and that's for uh another spite yes
2: <laughs> that yeah that's sad so so we go like we've run with you and we've run with corpse, so we know that difference, yep, yeah, you I just, just hadn't saw the light it well,
0: the thing is our our times to clear aren't that different um i imagine maybe because he needs to get mana more or something so our our time to clear usually isn't too different uh but i just the polls i was just <laughs> i was so unhappy watching thinking about how much work i have to do and just watching a paladin and be like no it's cool let's go yeah. and i think i think most people can can solo tank um right now other than what needs off tanks but just like the functionality the of how well the trash hard. will go, yeah, how yeah. well the trash will go is just on another level. <laughs> Watching yeah. Uh, yeah. a paladin, those yeah.
3: rooms going up to morose and stuff with like a million different the dancing mobs in those two areas. Mm-hmm. As a warlock, you uh, you know it's the difference. You know, you have a paladin, he presses <laughs> he presses the button that makes the floor go yellow, and then you press cedar corruption. Of <laughs> a warrior, like okay, waiting for Blizzard or Frost Trap, or I'm going to die instantly. <laughs>
0: I, uh, hey, I'll demo shout, so maybe you'll live a second longer yeah. after your seed goes off. Yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, that's what I just can a offer. Second. Yeah. yeah, just a second. Ugh. That's, uh, that's,
1: that's, it life. always
2: cracks me up when there's a warlock in there and all of a sudden you just see, like, everybody's fine, everybody's fine, warlock's dead.
1: Okay. Let the warlocks hit the floor. We're we're at the the point
0: where we do enough DPS where mobs usually die before the warlock dies. And it makes it it gives like this illusion like Karazhan's going better than normal or like somehow I've learned how to tank all those mobs or or something's different. But it's like, no, they're just (laughs) dead by the seeds now as opposed to just killing the warlock. That's the only (laughs) difference here. Yep.
1: Yeah, we're getting smarter. You know, you put that seed on one that's not taking damage, like a few that aren't taking damage, and then as soon as one pops, they all pop, and it's like pop, 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 pop. Oh, yeah, it's, it's such a good dead.
3: spell. I mean, it's completely broken, but yeah, it's a really good spell.
1: <laughs> it feels so good if you're a warlock, yep. though. Break
0: spell. Oh, improved man. Blizzard is more OP, ironically. Which we never bring. We never bring yeah. Improved Blizzard. We bring yeah. Arcane Mages to Karazhan. Yeah. They, We've
2: got a couple. Could have like, been, I think I uh, Bushy's group has improved wizard.
0: Oh, does he yeah, not? Does he not go spellcheck arcane? Spellcheck has spellcheck. wizard. Yeah. Oh, okay. Especially uh, I thought especially he went in dungeons.
3: Like in dungeons, improved wizard is disgusting. Oh,
0: it's incredible. Oh yeah. Like in, yeah. Like a lot shamanes. of damage,
3: but if if nobody can ever reach anything,
0: <laughs>
4: yeah, then, uh, that's right? a little bit better. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was easy mode. Our we have improved wizard in our heroic group. And it's one
1: and two locks. It's yeah. glorious. <laughs> That's yeah. incredible. Yeah.
2: Drew a tank, you yeah. know.
1: Yeah, everybody complains about Shattered Halls. We're like, we eat that for breakfast, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, is that everybody? Everybody got everything out? Do we want to cover anything else? No, well, I'm good. Let's move into. Time for the news. So in the news this week, uh, it's not much, but Blizzard did, uh, did put out something on the same faction, Battlegrounds. I guess I'll just read it out. First and foremost, thank you to everyone who played Battlegrounds last week and sent us thoughtful and informed feedback on same faction play. They must not have listened to ours. I don't know if it'd be thoughtful. (laughs) Uh, While we don't plan to re-enable it again over the next few days, we're analyzing data we collected and we're planning to test more soon. Here are some of our initial findings that will inform our next test. Before this test, most players who joined the queue were unable to get a match, sometimes after waiting for over an hour and or dropping out of the queue altogether. This was particularly unfortunate at some times of the day in some regions. During the test, BGQ times became short and reliable for both factions. Prior to the first test, we wondered if the Q was having an effect on PvP in the outdoor world. And we now have data showing that when same faction BGs were uh, were available, PvP deaths in the outdoor world were very close to 50-50 between the factions.
2: Of course they were.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah. well, I, let me finish, yeah, let, let, me finish, finish so let me finish, let me finish. can go in on this. Um, <laughs> um, similarly, it's, it's hard to read it because it's so fu- it's so funny. Sim- similarly, win rates for the two factions when facing the other faction in, in Battlegrounds were close to 50-50. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, I think that was interesting. Um, yeah, the only like, really trade is only a problem in Alteric, in Alteric Valley, but I'm getting off on some, but... We'll we'll let you know as soon as we've completed our analysis, have decided on any further tweaks to the system and are ready to test it again, again and again. Thank you very much for your feedback as we explore potential solutions.
2: Can I just say that they're programming to the test like they're. The results that they're coming up with are a direct result of what they've put into place, but they're not correct results. They they are not taking into account the future implications of this. They're not taking into account the fact that this was a short-term thing. So yes, everybody was in BGs yep. because they knew it was expiring and they weren't out in the open world as much. So yes, deaths went down out in the open world. But what they're not seeing is that when people get their honor, that will go down and there's no negative to being on Horde, so there will be more hoard. Meaning. And they'll
1: have more resilience. to be harder to kill on your ults as you're leveling up. Which I don't <laughs> right. I don't feel is
0: a is a I mean not not to put you down, but I don't feel like it's a valid complaint. I was, I joking, just, I was joking. Just yeah. uh, throughout the throw out there. The horde deserve resilience gear, but it is ridiculous nah. that they're not even acknowledging the problems that that, that like it, it blows my mind that in the first test that they didn't at least acknowledge that they know the problem is faction imbalance. Like, it'd be nice for them to just say, hey, like, we know this doesn't fix all of the problems, but we want to try this. And I think that that alone would have caused a lot less complaint, right? Having them acknowledge it. And now for them not to acknowledge that, of course, if you're only going to open this for five days, it's the only time Horde can grind their honor now over this five days. Of course, this is going to cause more people to be in BGs for Horde. That is not a long-term solution because we've talked before about how honor is not a, a continual grind. At first, you need a lot of honor. But after this, it might be a piece or two, a piece of jewelry later. Maybe some people will get some catch-up gear on an alt. But this this isn't going to solve imbalanced servers. It, it could never solve imbalanced servers. It doesn't. It just doesn't make any sense uh but it's it's cool that they were measuring it but the problem is without acknowledging the problems with this test and the way they're collecting data it just feels even worse again like hey they're presenting the data 50-50. that supports
2: what they wanted to support yeah. right like that's the only data we're seeing we're not seeing yeah. the other data we're not seeing anything that would contradict what is happening here we're just seeing the data that they want to show us and i've done research i know you can manipulate data to show just what you wanted to see like just a real thing
4: yeah so yeah, i
3: i don't know it's obviously it's the faction balances that uh, the core of it i mean to be honest uh, the whole battlegrounds were bad in classic right and it is an area of the game which has sort of been cut away from them um and it's only got worse and i think your battlegrounds are heading towards an hour that's i don't blame Blizzard for trying to intervene. Is that yep. is a bit on the long side. Like, I understand there being a queue-based system in a game where the game, by its very nature, wants us to divide dividers down the middle. Um, I think that's fine. And if you're on the more populous faction, you should expect some kind of waiting period. But an hour, even for like any battleground whatsoever, is a bit much. Um, but yeah. Then again, like this, it's not even necessarily like board delights throwing our toys at each other because they got this, we got that. It's literally what will happen long term with the faction balance because it's happened before and uh, yeah, it's I happening don't. again and it's, it shouldn't come as a surprise when it does um uh, there won't be really i don't think it'll be overly noticeable in terms of actual content as a whole for a very long time until like mid wrath of the lich king um but just obviously you've got you've got server faction balance and then you've got the faction balance as a whole and i think they're kind of two separate things even if it was a 50 50 faction split yeah You'd still, are people gravitating and wanting to play on the highest population servers or servers where they dominate because that's how MMOs are good when you have more people to play with, you have a better economy, more mm-hmm. groups going, more applicants for raiding spots, more arena teams, more everything? Um, but yeah, it does, it does kind of ignore the fact that this will be an issue long term. Um, it, is, it will fix in the short term, like this, this change will for definitely sure. go in, I've no doubt because uh, the majority mm-hmm. of the player base benefit from it, and they're not going to yep. say no, yeah, no, and- please, I want my one-hour queues back. Nobody's yeah, going to say Q's that. one
0: is, is crazy, for sure. Um, but I think the, one of the biggest problems, especially with them not acknowledging it, is, for me simply, we know that the factions are imbalanced, they became more imbalanced in TBC, and they'll continue to be more imbalanced, as we've seen in retail. So implementing any change to the game, right, this is not something that was in actual t v c any change of the game that is a straight buff to the faction that is already more populated, just some acknowledgement would be nice, like, hey, I know you know we know that people have concerns about faction imbalance um and we we hope to address this with you know with potential tests in the future as well too right every alliance just has to sh- sit down and shut up at that point. That's all they have to add to some of these noses. acknowledge the fact that this can bring long term problems, however. Half More than half of the player base having to wait over an hour for a BG is a much more pressing issue than a continual faction imbalance shift for them, which I can understand. The problem is, is
2: they could have addressed the faction imbalance problem much earlier, but they ignored it. They knew it was yeah. an issue and they knew where it goes from there, right? Like they have retail. They know what this means. And the fact that they didn't address it earlier on is just, I think, poor planning, right? And now they're trying to make up for that by addressing the battleground issue, but that's not like you could have addressed this in classic.
1: So real quick, I do want to say for all the Horde out there that wrote to me saying that I hate Horde and hate you and don't want you to have your, your BGs. you're, you're, You're missing what I'm saying. I am not happy with this change, but I am extremely happy for you that you get to play BGs. I wrote all of my Horde buddies. and was like, how much, how much honor did you get? I was a gen, genuinely excited for them. So do not think it's that I want you to suffer because you chose Horde. It's not it. I just wanted to clear that up. But it goes deeper, though. Like, I've, I've really thought about this a lot. And across, like, PvE and PvP servers, like, PvP servers hoard vastly outnumbered. But across the entire board, according to Iron Ironforge.pro, we have 150,000... People playing Alliance. We have 179, well, basically 180,000 people playing Horde. If they're having our queues, Alliance are not queuing. So the biggest thing is to incentivize them somehow, and I just don't know how to do that. But I do know what I talked about at the start of the show. If you give more honor, it's going to look like a more enticing thing to do and a more fun thing to do because you're going to be getting gear faster. You're going to be feeling like you're accomplishing something faster.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you look at the Pro for the end of classic um, demographics, uh, there was a higher percentage of the population that played Alliance. And they had no queues, yep. and Horde did. Alliance players don't PvP as much,
0: I think. Yeah, well, yep. that I think that brings up another problem, though, with um, some of the population metrics as well, too. And again, this is a lot of feel-craft, but... Most people, I think, have the idea that more people on Alliance PVE. So PVE, if you're a big pve or a lot of people play Alliance. V- Alliance could be overrepresented in these in these data, because a lot of these are pulled from raid logs. Yeah. They're not pulled it's the from only people way. Yeah. From, It's pulled from yeah, raid Warcraft logs. logs. So yep. even if Alliance are underrepresented here, uh, it could be that there's even more Horde out in the world who are not PVEing, who exclusively... Uh, are are pvp oriented so that's another
1: yeah which is what which is what mel and i did in our original pv our original tbc we pvp'd exclusively we went into raids only a hand a handful of times so there's plenty of people that if pvp was their main focus they might not even worry about raids
2: for
1: sure yeah true i mean it's just
2: probably less so now than back then right because raids are much easier now than they were back then
1: yeah, but I mean, for instance, I went through to know what I, what I wanted to... Because I wanted to soft res something on the Warrior for Karazhan that would, you know, be good for me in PvP in the interim while I'm getting all of my gear. So I looked through. Literally, the tier 4 helmet was about the only thing I could find that was worthwhile. The tier gloves would be good if I didn't already have the gloves that reduce whatever. But I mean, there's very little... Gear that's actually good for PvP too, like most. If you know, if, for me specifically, if I'm a warrior, like in PVE, I'm gonna want mostly leather, some some mail gear, and like it's not really good to like it's not really gonna translate into PvP. So if you're a real hardcore PvPer, there's a lot of classes where it just doesn't help you to go do raid.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, what may have been interesting if they, uh you know, the honor gear not honor um the rep gear the blue pvp gear mm-hmm. that was in originally in like 2.3 or something they just chucked that
1: in from launch oh, yeah yeah uh yeah they really like, could have done that <laughs> yeah. yeah they yeah. could have i I've, i'd forgotten about that
3: uh because you're only honored i think with all the big factions which is super easy you get from questing no problem and then you've got some decent starter gear you know some resilience is better than no resilience yeah Yeah. definitely um i don't know when they'll bring that out maybe they'll just put it on phase two and everyone will be mad because they've grinded like 300 hours for (laughs) their set and then they're like oh you can get it from honored yeah just pay 70 gold mate you know easy
0: i feel like it's one of those things that someone has to remind them exists that's how i feel like a lot of these things have been happening in tbc where players just like oh (laughs) yeah that's that's planned. Yeah. At some point, we uh, we remember that.
1: If it goes like original TBC, I don't know if it was season two, but I know for sure in season three. You were able to buy the original blue set for gold. Well, no, yeah. I don't so know that, that ever uh, happened in season later, two. But.
0: In season two, season one, gladiator gear is for honor, and then the blue PvP gear is for gold. And it just doesn't. It just transfer like that. That's what I was. I can't remember if it impression. keeps
1: trans. Yeah, I can't remember if it keeps transferring down because I had everything at that point like Yeah. So, I don't know.
0: I it, at some point go. at least Gladiator season 1 gear is for honor and the blue stuff's yeah. for gold.
3: I think yeah. in season 4 you could only buy season 2 for honor.
0: Okay, yeah. And that's probably fair.
3: <laughs> um uh, and season three the gear. The, do like go down, they had though. the ring requirements removed. It still would cost uh, arena points, though. If you played arena, you could buy season three gear, uh, but you just play it casually. You could just AFK 10 games and you'll get it eventually. Yeah. Uh, but if the actual season four gear, that still had the uh, requirements on,
0: which were different yeah. from our current iteration as well. They were higher. Yeah. Yeah. That is definitely interesting. Um, my last point on this. Uh, this post they put out which is like this might be a non point here but they said that the pvp deaths in the outdoor world were close to 50 50 um which is interesting that's cool that they have that data um but that's not necessarily acknowledging like i said faction imbalance so if there's four alliance and four horde and the four alliance kill or sorry if there's four alliance and six horde which is what the faction imbalances on our server um right so 60 40 if four alliance kill four horde and then four alliance die the horde have two people left over and they wiped the alliance and that's like the result of that combat so just looking at deaths 50 50 does not necessarily give a full view of what's going on in the world i think that's that's kind of a uh... That is
1: only relevant <laughs>
0: if it's percentage.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and if they're taking all the servers together, that's not the world. That's the worlds, plural. You, you need to look at data from each world. Yeah. You know, each server. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: So it's, it's, it's interesting data. I just hope that that's not like there. We fixed we fixed the, yeah, the world. There's yeah, equal mean, deaths on both sides. Yeah, I mean, on top of yeah,
3: all
1: watch, this. Wash it our hands of it.
3: Oh, yeah. On top of like, all this and all the, Faction balance things, the amount of, if you look at the subreddit over the past few weeks, the amount of servers which have just become essentially PvE, but PvP servers is just, it feels like we're getting a new one every week. Um, What was it? Gandling recently is now like 100% Horde. Everybody's left. I think Herod, everyone's backing out on the Alliance. Oh,
1: wow. Um, Herod died?
3: Benediction's now the most popular server in the world. Uh, because I think there was an absolute massive influx of a bunch of different alliance guilds. Uh, everyone's yeah, just saw leaving. Oh, it
1: is. It jumped over, yeah, it jumped over white, uh, white man yeah. just since last week when I looked at it. I, wow. actually, I
0: saw something about that. It might have been in a Discord server where people were concerned about that. There were, uh, there's like a giant spreadsheet of a, so many alliance guilds who were going to transfer at the same time and just like have a massive influx onto yeah. the server. Um, I mean, if.
3: Honestly, Blizzard would have to be very heavy-handed with faction balance. Like, uh, I was thinking, you know you know, when you log in, you look at your world list, you, you've got servers that are full, that are high, that are medium. Um, and it's just like the red thing. What if you had a red one and a blue one next to it, and it might say full for Horde and medium for Alliance, so you can't make new characters on the Horde, but you could for the Alliance. They'd have to literally yeah. I mean, I think that's something they should have from, done at the beginning. Yeah, they'd have to actually stop people from making new characters. You can make a character on a full server, it just says you might have a queue...
0: You won't, they'll be layering, but you might have a queue.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, there's this was like a much bigger issue, I feel like, or more talked about issue um, back in when we had really long just login queues. And that was like the big issue that everyone had was that if you're on a server where there's a ton of horde and not a lot of alliance, people wanted faction based queues where if you have too many horde, then the horde have a queue but there's no queue to get into the game for alliance. Um, a lot of people had ideas like this just because if the fact if the real reason there's too many players, it's just like the horde. It's weird. No, no alliance wants to wait, you know, two hours just so they can get ganked the whole time. So in phase two, this is a big issue. Um, but yeah, I mean, s- server caps and things like that. They did it. They did it on white main when queues were long. You couldn't bring new you couldn't make new characters on white main, I think, at one point uh, if you didn't mm-hmm. already have a character on white main. Uh, so there were things like that that they implemented for long queue times, but not necessarily for faction imbalance, and I think that they should be looking at some of these yeah,
3: solutions. Yeah, they really would have had to. I mean, the faction queues, I, I don't know if that's could have ever worked, unless it was really an idea from the outset, because if you yeah. have a server-like Scaram- it's like now,
2: it's almost too,
3: it's it's almost too late,
2: right? You, like, you
3: literally can't faction queue it, because no one in the horde would ever what? log
1: in.
2: Yeah, but I mean, you could if you also paired it with
1: free, here, you're trans- have free transfers to someplace else where the balance is better. Yeah, like free or guild something.
2: transfers, right? Where it's like if you want to take your whole guild here, where they're alliance heavy, then you won't have a queue.
0: Yeah, a lot yeah, of I mean, a lot of the simple solutions won't work anymore.
2: Yeah, and I think all in all, this would just get people to quit the game, which is not in. <laughs> the financial best interest of blizzard so
1: yeah 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 mm-hmm. although i will say man when all the casual horde quit around like mid aq white Bain was a happy <laughs> prosperous place oh but um okay so yeah all right well I'm not really, I'm not really mad about this anymore. It's hard for me to stay mad, so I'm just kind of go with the flow. Once
0: it's inevitable, and you're not, we're not going to quit the game over it. It's kind yeah. of like, I mean, I don't like it, but what else can we say? <laughs> it's going to come into the game. Oh,
1: you could say it is yeah. what it is, I guess. And <laughs> again,
0: I mean, they, if they're not going to do anything else, they have to implement this because board cues being insanely long is ridiculous. Like they have, yeah, they no obviously have to sure. fix it. Yeah.
1: So this next piece, I don't know, does any of you want to talk about it cuz I'm kind of over it, but the Blizzard leak, like everybody's made a video about it. I'm just like, "Eh." But if you guys have something to say about it. I th- I th- I think it's fake, but I think there was truth in some of the points, but I think it's pretty fake. Yeah, Orcham's I mean the leak is not greatest.
0: Yeah, I mean it's just like Fill me in what is isn't, it? This is barely a leak, right? Like it's just they're just like, like mm. what are people what most it, afraid though? of? Tell is, me, some like Shadowlands, like and they like Final fantasy more. Yeah, it's like Final these. Yeah, and these are opinions that like they. I mean, they probably exist in in Blizzard. They probably exist. I mean, they exist from our perspective. Like it's just okay. Like, <laughs> I mean, sure, I, I can understand they might be having some problems. Blizzard definitely has rode the the coattails of just being like Blizzard, but that's been going on for a long time with. Almost like every AAA company, I feel like everyone is having this, these one culture changes in the company. And two, you have buyers who are less incentivized just to buy your game because you are this company. Um, people aren't just buying based on the company name and developers. They want to buy good games that are going to be finished and complete. You got like EA putting out buggy games and stuff like back in the day no one had these opinions about EA and now everyone thinks that they're the worst company in the world. So, I mean, I think it's just normal, like how consumerism has kind of changed, uh, in our perspective, I guess.
1: Well, like blizzard was one of the ones that's, that held out for the, for the longest of times as being one of those companies that you thought of as not that EA, even when they got bought by act, by act, by Activision for a while, you felt like not like act, like Activision, but since Mike Morheim has left, everything has been getting worse and worse. And they lost people before that. And they lost people after that. But like Willie, I think in one of your last step or one of your last videos, you talked about like what did you call it? Like e points or internet points or something. Mm. If you hate on on Blizzard, it's like you get instant cred because of it or so- something like that. Yeah, maybe you um, can artic- uh, articulate it better.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I touched on this briefly during a previous video um so I, I do sort of um see some some of what they're getting at at least i mean it is overwhelmingly negative but that is the vibe you get like if you go on any blizzard latest youtube video twitter post it literally doesn't want it doesn't matter what kind of media they're putting out people just be saying blizzard bad and uh, it's yeah. just it gets you up folks on the internet people like that <laughs> Uh, so people just continually say things like that. You just see it all over the place, really. Um, the one I referenced yeah. in the video the other day was some, uh, it was a, uh, a post on Reddit someone had received after having a item restored. It was an automated post. It just, it was basically blank. It, sh- it said no reply was added to it. And the person in question put it up on Reddit and it ended up with like nearly 14,000 upvotes. Um and they should be doing better, right? It's, it's not a multi-dollar company at the end of the day. Um, it should have said why they had received that message in result of their uh, item being restored. But uh, I don't know. I feel like so many people are really thirsty to jump on anything which could say Blizzard bad uh, at any mm-hmm. given opportunity. And I do think the criticism warranted, but at the same time, it's just like sometimes it feels as somebody does wow like as, you know, a job for
1: YouTube and stuff. It can be overwhelmingly negative at times
2: right it's redundant at times too right
1: yeah but there's a lot of content creators that jump on that just use that as fuel for their for their videos i'm not saying it's all of them you know but like there is a lot of them that just like to bitch you know and i just guess like why are you doing this if you don't love the game? you know what i mean
0: yeah i mean i think it originated out of love of the game i think that's where a lot of these sentiments came from Um, But now, like, yeah, at this point, I mean, this leak um, and I don't know if we're linking this somewhere, but it's like a 4chan leak and it almost reads like a copy pasta. Like it is not (laughs) it's like (laughs) it just reads like someone just took all the sentiments of people and then put it together into this long format pretending to be an employee. And yeah, I mean, it just yeah, this this stuff is this stuff exists. But I think it's fine i mean i mean people expect everyone everything that blizzard puts out to be perfect i don't think that they put out shadowlands and it's like they they purposely made some horrible game and they like they only care about cash shops and they're they're horrible and it's just like i doubt that the people working on these this game feel feel this way like that's why you right. have a lot of people i mean it's mentioned in here where there are people who blizzard employees who have been like a little bit blurring uh belligerent on twitter about this stuff but i think that's because they care they're not you know they've they make these games the people who are working for these companies aren't aren't the executives making any decisions or anything like that they they're just working on a game and they're trying to make something that people will like um i
2: (laughs) well and i think they've got limitations from the executives right and that's probably what's frustrating to them and there has to be this balance of making it financially successful for the company but also making a game that you believe in and are passionate for and you have to come to some common ground as to where like, yeah, I know you want to spend three and a half years building this wonderful, awesome thing, but I need you to build something in a year and a half, right? Like, (laughs) So that we can continue this momentum. And there's this like back and forth that needs to happen. But if it's only the executives making the decisions and not allowing the input from the creators, then that's where it goes wrong right there has to be collaboration and balance between the two it can't be all of
0: one yeah and honestly i like that final fantasy 14 is doing well i think that there should be healthy competition in the gaming sphere yeah. wow has been on top Definitely. forever uh, i think final fantasy 14 is a mm. cool game i've played it a bit it's a it's a good game um yeah i mean and
1: competition <laughs> drives you know inno- innovation and you know like i i do love blizzard but i will say they've gotten they've gotten a little lazy like from what i've heard about retail and i mean like they've just always been on the top and never had to really do anything but in the past okay i don't know if you guys remember but a ton of mmos came out after world of warcraft yep. some of them had good ideas they were all the you wow know, well, killers Mm-hmm. yeah you know what yeah. world of warcraft used to do steal those ideas and make them better you know that's what they used to do with every like with every one of those it's some good thing came in and they're like oh we'll take that you know and now it seems like they just think their shit doesn't stink and yeah i guess sometimes it does yeah i
3: mean there's a lot of racism following the 9.1 patch as well it just uh it was kind of formulaic since legion with how the patches yeah. go, uh, implement you system where your character has to gradually build up their power through frequent daily or repetitive activities, uh, point one patch, something new is added on top of that. Timeless isle type zone Point two patch, uh, did I say 0.2? I meant point 0.1 before, uh, but point two, they'll you know, they'll fix the issues which they've created, uh, they'll speed things up, they'll put things on vendors, they'll make them all accessible. Uh, It's just, yeah, it's just, it seems to be like going around on the carousel.
1: And it's, it is funny because one of the complaints that you will hear from people playing classic is, oh, well now I'm done. Now I just raid log. I think that's wonderful. I thought it was wonderful in vanilla when I could go do other things or play other games and didn't feel obligated to play. The only times I ever felt obligated to play in vanilla is the, you know, two nights a week three hours for raid, that was always fun. But the times I felt like uncomfortably obligated was when I would re-spec to PvP spec for a weekend. I felt like I had to be on, and it just made it unfun. You know, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with having a game that's raid-loggable, because then you can still keep, you go hard at the start, but you can still keep playing it and do other things so i i don't see a problem with that but it seems like retail does yeah i think well retail
0: i think just functions differently a lot of like the the big thing that they focus on is engagement metrics so they want like the, the the their design is based on how often they can get people to do things in the game is basically what it comes down to and that's like what their goal is to get people to do um a lot of things and do them a lot and log in daily um, and I'm sure those sort of things matter a lot when it comes to uh, like cash shop stuff where if if you're not logging in every day, you probably don't spend a lot of money on the cash shop. Right. Which we've seen is still making them a ton of money, uh, even more money as subscriptions drop, like their money is still going up because of the people who are super invested. Um, so it's just the sort of thing where, I mean, retail is a modernized game. A lot of games uh, function in this way. Uh, I mean, i don't know like what call of duty people have been joking about call of duty putting out the same game every year for the last 10 years you know so i mean it's you know when you have a a large company like this these sort of things happen but i just think personally i just think that the i don't know how to how to put it but like the weird content creator hate on blizzard is just above and beyond something else it's like let's it's like their their family member has betrayed them or something as if blizzard like owes us something <laughs> they owe us an expansion that is a better than any other game that's ever been created and if we don't get it then like they've really let my trust down as if that's like <laughs> something that the company i mean obviously they want their people to people to feel that way but we have classic it, you know i, I appreciate that the, i get upset about things that happen in classic because i love it and there's so many hours that we've sunk into this game, but like what other game are people sinking these sort this much time into like blizzards still doing good, even if there's bad, they're still doing good uh, in, in other areas. So, I mean, it's good for them to have pushback and criticism. uh, But when it comes to just like needless, like click farming, uh, hate, I think it's just kind of
1: ridiculous. Okay. So I get the hate though. Like, I don't actually understand it, but when I put myself in someone's shoes who have played the same game re- religiously for almost two decades, I can understand why they get so upset about things. Because, you know, I played through Wrath and then a little bit of, catac- a little bit of Cataclysm, and then I, they didn't do things I liked. I quit, came back in MOP. There were more things I didn't like. I quit again. And then I didn't, I just kept it as a fond memory of what I did in the past. But people that stayed with it, like it's gotta be a huge thing for them. They've probably been playing it for half of their life. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, you're right. It's gotta be and a nuts feeling. You've changed my mind with that argument. They should go all the way through classic. They should go all the way to Shadowlands, <laughs> the classic, and then let's give those people a home now, too. Come come to classic, come play TBC. And then we can go through your favorite expansions again. And then you don't have to worry about the the new games they put out. That
1: easy, does it? Oh man, All right. bring on Cataclysm. Good.
3: Tier yep. eleven was
1: good. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to
3: <sighs> Bobber, We need to have a talk about this. World of Warcraft Classic. Do I look like I know what a WoW token is?
1: So this was an interesting one for me, and I'm glad we have we have Willie on uh, because he started streaming basically in TBC, and uh, it's been going well for him. So I'm I'm interested on his input. But the specific thing we're going to talk about is. Should streamers get special should big streamers get special treat treatment by devs in MMOs? What brings this up is as Asmongold recently switched over and started streaming Final Fantasy. Well, just like in in World of Warcraft, he had a ton of trolls coming in and basically harassing him the entire time. But the devs actually banned these people, whereas World of Warcraft has never done that for him. And so he was super excited about it, but there's a lot of people that are not excited about it. Where do you guys fall on this?
2: I feel like Asmongold, almost to an extent, asks for some of that. Now, not the. Well, of course he does. Intensity of maybe some of the people, right? But. Are you gonna ban people that like call people out on Twitter? Are you gonna ban people that like where do you draw the line? Like at what point and what is bannable versus what is non-bannable? You know what I mean? Like, can't you just ban him from his Twitch chat? Like I well, do okay, keep I in don't mind,
0: understand. he's getting harassment in game though. They're in they're game, watching yeah. him okay. to find out where he is in order to harass him in game. Um, so I, I feel like yeah. stream sniping is I feel like not necessarily a good term for this is I don't necessarily think you have to like stream snipe to find people in game um like this whereas stream sniping makes more sense for like you need to for something where you need to actively watch their stream like an FPS game whereas this reminds me way more of like classic when classic first launched and streamers were getting constantly targeted to just on PvP servers and just murdered over and over again so that the game was unplayable and then Blizzard didn't take any action against those sort of behaviors I think is is more in a line with with what's going on here um i can see i can definitely feel both sides where on one hand um you streamers don't if you're harassing a streamer, you probably should be banned if you're if you're harassing anybody repetitively yeah. you should have some sort of repercussion um at the same time i'm sure that not every so Asmongold brings a lot of money to Final Fantasy XIV. Like, that's just a fact. So them, like, babying Asmongold Mm -hmm. in this scenario may not be indicative of how they actually handle this um, and is more to do with just sort of getting a lot of clout for their game, which they did, in fact, do uh, from Asmongold playing their game. Um, It's the same thing with um, Ashes of Creation just had their uh, beta or whatever, and Asmongold was playing it, and the uh the dev of the game made a guild called like balding or something and invited asmongold to it or something like that and it's like that like that's that's yeah. funny but yeah. it's also financially correct <laughs> it's like 100 they, they yeah. got a lot of clout from doing these sort of things and having these good streamer interactions so um
2: and they're trying to keep asmongold on the game right yeah. and to do that you can't let him have this awful experience because he's playing your game and streaming it, right? Mm-hmm.
3: At the moment. I don't think that'll be true when Ashes is live. Um, and the thing about streams and games is I, if I was in a position as a developer, protect streamers as much as I possibly could within how the game works. That is to say, if a big streamer is on a classic WoW PvP server, they're screwed. Okay. I don't <laughs> yeah. see how you help them. They've made that, this, don't like, just roll PvE. Like, I, I don't know. They made that decision. They were baiting targets on their back. Um, at the same time, like, I, I mean, there was, what was that guy called who made a guild specifically just to gank Asman?
4: was somebody <laughs> oh, who did oh,
1: this. Oh, I forget. Yeah, I forget. There was a big on old controversy note, early though, on.
2: Look at how much but benefit they He did they get give.
1: banned, though. He but- was the one that got banned. Yeah, he, he, well, he didn't get banned. Wizard. He got
3: banned on um, Twitch twitch yeah. and then twitch he stopped band. doing yeah. it okay and that is kind of indicative of the kind of person that did this because once he got banned on twitch he stopped doing it because the sole reason he was doing it was to farm <laughs> clout from hate watchers which is sad <laughs> right uh, at the end of the day so i'm glad he got yeah. banned yeah um and but i think
2: you have to look at this look too at is they they get a lot of benefits too right like there's a lot of people coming to help them as well as a lot of people coming to annihilate
4: them. <laughs> uh, right? I
2: mean, it was. And-
3: yeah, he didn't have much of a chance. There was too many hordes. <laughs> but that <laughs> happened to everyone on a minority right. server in phase two, didn't it? Yeah. Right? Uh, literally everyone. It wasn't just a streamer who was walking an hour to get into Blackrock Mountain. That was the game. And, uh, you know, people were cheering that was- for that, and uh, that's how it was. But um, I'm not surprised they've taken different stances on Final Fantasy 14. I mean, they have an initiative at the moment where. You can give four subs to a streamer who's streaming the game and is eligible for the program, and you get a mount in the game. They're actively wow. enabling a system which allows streamers to benefit financially whilst being able to get something in the game. This is like the most mega-brain idea I've seen in a long time.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, to actually... You, I mean, you want streamers to be in your good books because they're like the easiest, biggest advertisement you can get.
1: The, yeah. the like they are the they are the new you know TV spot. Like and as well ninety percent of the time gold, you are not
2: the one paying them. <laughs> but
1: and as you know? and as Asmon is like the Super Bowl commercial of MMO streamers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um like it's, yeah. it's I and mean, it's huge. I for. Me personally, I don't agree with this at all. I think it's bullshit. Yeah. Just like the, I thought the you know same faction BGs was bull was bullshit. But on the same hand, I understand it completely. And if I was in their shoes, I would do the same thing. So, just because I I think it's wrong, I think it sucks for the average player. I I don't think there's any other way to to react responsibly yeah. than do it. And that's where it's just like it's 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 a horrible feeling to know you know that like something i disagree with i would totally do Mm.
0: yeah i mean what just what it comes down to is what rules are being broken i don't think stream sniping should be against the rules of any game personally um that should be against the rules of twitch which i believe it is uh but like you don't have to stream the game that you're playing that's like and that is a choice outside of the game that you have made And I don't think it's on the game to fix that problem. Now, however, and I think that this is like a distinction between Final Fantasy and WoW maybe. I think that these people, it's not that they are being banned for stream sniping. I think they're just being banned for harassment. And if you had done this to a random player in the game, I think that they could have Mm -hmm. received these bans for that reason. And I think that's where the distinction comes in. Like, are they breaking the rules of the game or not? Um, And it should be unrelated to Twitch yeah when you have a stream on it's uh the harassment is a lot more visible
3: Yeah. and you have literal
1: proof so uh
3: yeah it's kind of
2: a lot yeah, easier to there's make a no question case. about it right oh yeah.
1: speaking uh speaking of which willie i remember when you first started streaming i caught your first stream and i was like bro you got to blur that chat <laughs> yeah and i noticed that you did that pretty quick yeah i uh, <laughs> i
3: mean i've i haven't streamed much since but uh no, it was it was interesting to try it out on the on the main channel a bit. I don't know what I'm really gonna do with it moving forwards, but yeah. I mean everyone in the wild scene seems
1: to do it, so I was like, Yeah, I better do that. <laughs> you just never know. But yeah. uh Yeah, I mean you had some pretty you had some pretty good ones and you did a good job of like keeping up talking to chat. See, that's my biggest problem. I just I had to forget about chat that I look over. I'm like, Oh crap. You asked something up. Oh, you're gone now though. Yeah. I guess it was just <laughs>
3: trying to, uh, trying to do everything on the, uh, I know on the main channel, it, felt like it got a bit clogged up and I tried the other channel and I was like, I dunno how much I feel like I, I don't know how people who stream TBC like regularly do it. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: They have to keep yeah. talking constantly. Yeah. and it's like,
3: I'm like, uh, it's, what, it, are it's you, a lot. what are you doing when you log in? I feel like people just react to stuff hmm uh, um, Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, but the other thing, uh, streaming with uh Ashes of Creation specifically, uh, when that goes live, that is gonna be a uh it's not gonna be a game to stream. Just saying it now. Really? Uh it's there's no PvE servers. Uh everywhere's PvP. <laughs> um it's there the is dream. a system in the game whereby when you actively attack someone who isn't flagged, they've got like a whole flagging system of um, stuff. And when you, when you kill someone who's basically unflagged, you gain corruption, you do less damage. And when you gain enough corruption, eventually you'll start dropping your items. But uh, I think when there's a will to grief, there is a way.
1: So, I don't know, did, did you ever play Ultima Online? Uh, no, I've, I've heard of it though. So this was my favorite game of all time. It was basically the first MMO that I ever played. It was glorious. And there will never be another game like it. I mean, Dust is kind of like it now, but there will just never be another game like it because there were the sheep that couldn't protect themselves that were in the game, and those people will just never be on a PvP server ever again. So I hadn't heard about all PvP on Ashes of Creation. That could be be a thing, but people all played it because it was the only option for MMOs. so it 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 basically worked on a on a, note, a notoriety sy- system so if you murdered somebody who wasn't flagged gray like if you stole from somebody like pickpocketed or if you attacked a guard or something you like there were different ways you'd go gray then anybody could uh, could attack you like at that point without any notoriety loss yeah but if you just murdered somebody who was actively tagged blue you would start going down uh to like you turn into like the notorious and then you turn into like a dark lord and then a dread lord and then you became attackable by any by anyone at any time dread lords or people that were blue yeah these people were known as peak as pks player killers yeah and you couldn't go into towns you lost a ton of 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 different different benef, benefits but a ton of people did it and it was so fun it was so cool <laughs> yeah, like, that's that. i mean that's what they're trying to bring if back if anybody died you could loot everything that they had yeah everything that's a, that a brutal you could just game. loot Oh, dude, it was brutal. But, like, what you ended up doing is you would have go packs. Like, you would have a pack that like had everything that you needed, like a weapon, regents, yada, yada, yada. You die, and then you'd go. Sometimes you get all your stuff back. If they couldn't get it to their house or the bank first, you could rob their house. You could get your house robbed. I mean, it was yeah. a really cool game and something that'll probably never exist again yeah. in that. Type of thing, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I think that's I, what they're trying to I'll bring to, back. I'll have
3: to check out Ashes. Uh, yeah, I mean it's like a bunch of years off at the moment. They, they, uh, there's footage up at the moment. They dropped the NDA, so you can watch where it is at the moment, but it's very early on. Yeah, uh, I, but yeah, I, I don't know how it's going to be in terms of streaming because is uh, I don't know. You can have a
1: bunch of like people. You can massive massive just have like a bunch delay, of people maybe? Zerg
3: you. I think if you got delay, it kinda beats the point a bit really. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it really does, because then you can't talk to you can't you can't talk to chat.
3: Yeah. Um but yeah, we'll see. Maybe maybe the corruption system to deter like literally just ganking is so strong that people don't do it. There are designated PvP areas like sieges and escorts and various different things where you won't get any kind of flagging um, disadvantage. You'll just be able to do it normally. But still, I think, yeah, if you're, if you're a big streamer playing that game, it's going to be one hell of an experience. I think it'll be like Phase 2 in Classic, except uh, there's no factions either, so it'll be Gold versus the world.
1: I've often, I said that the first time we talked about the same BGs, I was like, what if everybody's red if they're not in your group? What would <laughs> happen then? I'm just curious.
0: Guild-based. people <laughs> forget who it was, maybe. I think someone in chat uh, a couple of weeks ago, was saying it should be outdoor versus Scryer PvP in Outland, yeah. not faction based. That'd Dude, be it's hu- so I- annoying.
2: It's one of the most annoying things ever. Is that I can't have my enemy nameplates on when I'm in chat because it's so overwhelming. There's just so many horde in there.
1: Yeah, and also if you have a mod and you're in like a neutral city, like that's will let you a- will let you attack if you have those nameplates on you right click the m- the mailbox normally it clicks through them but with the nameplates on it starts attacking them and you're like dang it
0: <laughs> i i totally forgot i brought yeah. i brought bingo who's playing a eye now um to chat. totally forgot that I start i think unfriendly with the scryers and i i brought him <laughs> to the bank and i was like this is the bank and he's like i can't talk to anybody here and i was like How could that you this is your first time here? You can talk to these people. I was like, you can definitely use this bank. And then I realized, like, oh, it's because you're a Mal and (laughs) I. Whoops.
1: The first time we went to Shat was day one, and Viscount goes up to the Aldor Pier, and he thought he had picked the wrong (laughs) faction for the quest. uh but he but he but he hadn't done the quest yet but he thought he somehow like because yeah. he had auto quest on and he got killed up up there and he didn't know why and we didn't yeah, find that's out until th- later I th- I thought that bingo that was i thought bingo
0: had just done the quest and i was like you idiot you picked already what the heck
1: yep
2: i did that in beta i like just accidentally picked <laughs> <laughs> at least i learned in beta
1: questy uh Questy auto turn in is pretty rough for of for that like uh, if you didn't want to go outdoor it's kind of a bummer well no
2: it's just that it like shows up two quests and i was just questing oh, you so just i was picked just picked a random used one to picking up oh wow quests, right so i just picked the first one and it was outdoor
4: you
3: gotta and read it was fine
2: because i needed outdoor but <laughs>
3: hey congrats you're older. yeah that's
0: hilarious i
2: was like i didn't know where i had to pick i feel like it should like show you that you need to pick one or the other like you can't pick up this other gotta quest you're
0: this one you gotta read the quest text what you I've have to do and what no one does the quest listen everyone wants to skip the Cadgar's like void walker that walks you around or whatever um and tells you all about I don't even know what that thing is because it's like because I don't 15 pay attention. Minute, it's interesting. It gives you the backstory of the city, who the Aldor and Sky are, and then when you get back, he says, "Pick one," and it's like, if you, well, we will course, agree to
1: disagree that that was it fun. was if it was voice narrated. Do I'm it. just saying that well, that's the why was I think. The cut
0: scene. Yeah, yeah, it could have been. Yeah,
2: yeah. Listen, I'm not saying
0: it's good. I'm just saying I think that's why it's just two quests, is because they expected you to like go on this 10 minute journey. And then at the end, don't expect me to read. You can skip it. Yeah, you just wait, right, at the end or something. Yeah, you can get credit for Only if other people are doing it. You can get credit from anyone's one, yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, but only like now it's much harder to do.
3: Oh just yeah, just yeah. Like before, yeah, I just I remember I did it so once much. and it took like thirty seconds and I completed it. Yeah, oh, but oh, you could still
1: do it and just go. Make yeah, a but sandwich, whenever you're on like, lunch, just... you can <laughs> log in. And... You could also uh, you could also do the one that we were really worried about the uh, caverns of time starting quest where she walks around the circle. Oh, you okay. could just stay there, and, and if someone kills you. So long as you don't release before she comes back, you get credit too. Um, and then you can just release yeah. and res, and boom, you're done. Yeah, dude, cool. we've
2: killed so many horde that are walking around with that person. It's glorious,
1: horrible. Yeah, yeah. they probably did will. well. It,
2: <laughs> they did well, it, 100%. It,
1: it was great. We, we we were waiting to do our quest, and I was on the warrior, and then like I had three other druids that were just, or no, I know, I
4: Two no, druids was three... and a rogue. Two yeah, druids yeah. and a
1: rogue. And they're just stealth right there. Then these these, these, these two horde would come up and be like, oh, we're, we're going to gank you. They try you. to and gank
2: Bob and we all just come in. Everybody comes
1: out. Yeah, it was great. It was like, yeah, I should have thought twice, bro. Oh, yeah. man. but That uh, story
2: usually goes the opposite direction, but this specific moment, it was ours. You
1: know, we kind of own in the open world, like us, spe- us specifically, but... We're also PvP spec'd and everything else, so I don't really run around the open world now with Lock Dude. Like it kind of just he just chills in town, really. All right, guys. Well, I think we all kind of agree that yeah, streamers should get special privilege. It sucks, but I mean
4: it doesn't
2: suck. I mean, they're doing a service. So no, it the sucks game. for
1: regular people. But that don't I disagree like streamers. Like,
2: okay. You don't like streamers. But you know about this streamer, and you obviously maybe watch this streamer. Not me. I
1: I like streamers. I'm saying for the people that don't like streamers, it sucks.
2: But that's what I'm saying, is that if you don't like streamers and you don't like streaming, then don't watch the streams.
0: Well, I think the problem comes in is, imagine in Phase 2, you're getting ganked into Dire mall, and then anyone who ganks Asmongold on the way to get Dire Mall gets banned for it. Like, you would be upset by that you'd be like what the hell like I'm also being harassed and no one's doing anything about it like I think that's where it comes into play is it when when that sort of thing can happen but um I don't know I guarantee
2: you're not getting ganked as much as Asmongold while he's streaming i mean it it depends
0: on the circumstances and i think that it should be as long as if you're breaking the game rules to that level of harassment i think it's really bad Uh, and if you if if you watch any of asm gold stream i think that like where this screenshot of someone getting banned came from is someone who was uh, blocking him from actually being able to click on npcs with their like large mount and did it for hours so it's sort of like Oh my god, yeah. You know, and I think like, it was three he hours he was doing it.
2: <laughs> like you have to understand, like yeah. he can't play the game at that point, so he yeah. can't promote That's the game. like So the developers yeah. have to be like, Okay, no, you can't do this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, it's like the people us. that used to stand on flight on flight paths, oh. <laughs> like dude. It's hilarious <laughs> now though, because they made a change. I think it came in TBC, but I it's everywhere now. Like People try to do it like there's these stupid druid uh, bears that'll stand on the auction house guy. <laughs> it's like, dude, I can click right through you now. They made a change. I can yeah. click right... Th- I don't know if that was in TBC, but I know it's in now because I can click through anybody standing on anything, and it's just like, what are you doing now, dude? You're yeah. trying to troll, and yeah. it's not trollable.
3: No, it's like in the pre-patch when you were... Uh, not. Was it? Yeah, not even the pre-patch, but before that when... Uh, you yeah, the new races out, the new race classes, and you go in your starting zone. You'll be like, "Wow, I can't le- wait to learn my level six shaman abilities." And there's just like somebody killing the shaman trainer <laughs> repeatedly for hours, and you're like, "God damn it, no, man! No. Why?
4: Right? Oh. Why?"
3: We
1: actually, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not super proud of it, but we might have killed a few flight masters in Fellwood yeah. during like it. phase during the last phase of Classic WoW. There's
0: something just like. There's just like some pleasure you can gain from if you're ganking people in a zone, and then you kill their means of escape. <laughs> like you're like, nope, <laughs> you can't yep. run. And it's either. something to
2: gain because you felt so oppressed, right? And you're almost like rioting and rallying together to like not feel so oppressed. And you're just like, and I'm gonna kill your flight master.
1: Ha. Yep. <laughs> well, and <laughs> like, what I love about PvP servers is normally we don't just Yank the horde out that's why i love the spy add-on because i could remember who was a dick and i could always go after them but then like we we intermingle with horde all the time in fact we actually helped a horde do he like his group of two and my group of two me and mel both helped each other with two group uh group quests in uh uh Shadow Moon Valley. Yep.
2: Okay. This is the most hilarious. I mean,
1: it was funny, you know. Like we had a good time. Like and you could. They helped us.
2: He helped us, and I was like, I think he's helping us because he wants us to help him when he does it, and he totally did. And then it was like 15 minutes later, and he like flies on top of me and is just like flying and spinning and going up and down, and I was like, I don't know what you want.
1: I don't. It was the. I don't know. It was the follow up quest, right? But I was
2: like, I, I can't. Understand what you're saying. I don't know what you want, and you just kept like flying up and down. And so, like, I followed, or like, I got on my mount, and I was like, okay, what do you want? And we like started to fly somewhere, and I was like, okay, this is just ridiculous. I'm not gonna like, we're not friends. <laughs> like, we were just in the same spot at the same time. I helped you out.
0: <laughs> we're not friends. I, I, I imagine like just lore wise, the PvP in in TVC is pretty funny because you'll be in Shotroth and. They'll be like, "We need you to clear out this like great evil in the dungeons to the south." And then just imagine looking down there, and the Horde and Alliance are just murdering each other outside of them, just <laughs> slaughtering each other. It's like yeah. I asked all of you to go do this. What the? What are you guys doing?
3: <laughs> no summoning stones allowed.
2: Yeah, right. Bob oh, and I man. have always been. No, we're going to be the heroes. Scryer, right? So like, one is one, and the other is <laughs> the other, and. Trying to coordinate our quests so that they're the same is like the first time we did it was rough, right? Like in Netherstorm, it was like, oh, you don't have the mana crystal yet? Like, oh, now I have to kill these guys because I need to drop from these guys after your 25 kill quests. And it was just like, but then the next time when we leveled our druid and warrior, we were like, okay, we know that these quests go together. So if I have to kill something, you need to drop. And if you have to kill something, I need to drop. So if we don't have this quest, we're not gonna go there yet.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, so All right, well. Do you think we have enough time to hit this last this last topic? Or you guys, guys want to hit it? Do you guys want to hit the road? Hit the
2: road. Jack? Don't you come back.
1: Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Uh, yeah, good. sure can do. Yeah, let's be yeah, talk about Wrap it up, yeah. All right, all right. Put it out. So the next topic is something I've seen, like, I've seen quite a few YouTube videos on it. And people are saying that people are quitting TBC Classic. So it got me to thinking. So I just went to the only place I know to look to see if people are, are like like, actual data that will show me something. And... Most of the servers that I checked out, I checked out a good 20 of them. I think I only found one out of 20 that had actually not increased in amount of raiders on the server every week. Like, there was one server that was going down, but the rest of the servers were going up every week. And, like, there's more people raiding. And I think there might be this perception just out in the world that there's less people playing because maybe there's more people raid logging. So I was curious if you guys had any thoughts on this because I really don't think people are quitting TBC. I just think they're getting their shit done and if they only have one character, then they're raid logging, which I have always said I think is an okay thing.
2: Well, I think there's also some discrepancy like we talked about earlier, right? Where that Ironforge dot whatever. Isn't capturing the PvP aspect of it, right? So maybe the people that came to Classic TBC that predominantly wanted to PvP and saw how long this was going to take and how out geared they were by people doing Kara and other things, they left and they're like, "No, that's not worth it."
1: It does track PvP too, and the majority of the servers were having.
2: I thought you it said tracks, it only. We literally talked about this earlier that it only tracks. That's what bugs. I
1: thought until this. Uh, until I look, but go like go like go ahead and click on one of those servers. Scroll to the bottom, and it shows people who have joined a BG. Yeah,
4: yeah. And, uh, uh, I think they have to
1: be. Do they have to be logging when they join the B the BG? That's my guess. Is that's the um, only way they're able to pull the data? I th- unless there's an API that I don't know about. That was off arena, not BGs. Oh, okay. could be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could be you know. So it's basically. So there is a decline there on lots of the servers that I've seen, but as far as rating, it looks like well, it just keeps. No, I don't.
0: I don't have a fully fleshed out opinion on here. If someone had like a reason people are quitting, I could address that better. But the biggest, I mean, the devil's advocate to go against the Ironforge.pro Pro is you just said that you had an alt that you just rated Karazan with. I so I thought I, about I, that I, it too. It could be that people's alts are now hitting 70 as well. So slow levelers are hitting 70, I'm sure. And that's that's increasing that population. But uh, it wouldn't surprise me if also just the amount of alts who are getting up and also rating because the content's really easy right now. Um, could be a factor as well, too. Uh, but I don't I mean, people quitting the TBC Classic. I don't know. I, I heard I heard Classic WoW died the first week in the Naxx because people don't people don't play Naxx <laughs> on, on private yeah. servers. So the game's already been dead for <laughs> this whole time. Yeah. So actually, it died in well phase two now that I think about it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just like hysterics uh, clickbait content in in my mind. People talking about games being dead uh, personally. Yeah, I think I'm, with um
3: yeah, sorry, with Ironforge, it's, I mean, it says population of active characters according to raids uploaded, so I'm assuming they're going off every single report ever, not just the progress of guild. Because If they went off progress, it'd be the first team you took through and cleared it, and that's it. You could do as many other runs. As long as your characters are in the same guild, your progress is still that like finite number. But if it's all reports ever, then yeah, it'll be counting ults. so. Depends how many people have alts. Um, I'd yeah, right. or just the main, but um, I think a lot of people are just. I, I personally, I'm treating phase one as like the preparation phase. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the raiding is doesn't take long if you're clearing things pretty smoothly at this point at all. Um,
2: and it's like don't burn yourself out right now. Like, yeah, you know, do have fun, do what you need to do, and now's the time to work up bolts because I'm sure in the coming phases it might be a little bit more, you know. Difficult tier levels and things. I don't think
3: the clears are going to be a lot longer. Yeah. Probably not going to be clearing in one night anymore unless you raid for
1: a very long time. I'm excited about that because it's been really pretty lackluster. Like the feeling of 25 minutes, like, oh, we're done.
0: But I I think I said, look at 40 minutes. You guys said it's like like 30 minutes. I see all these people who I don't see in my Karazans and it's just like, oh, hey, and we're only here for a minute. And it's like a quick minute because I don't know, there's not a lot of trash where people who are just like chit-chatting where it's like if you're talking during these bosses it's kind of just like yo <laughs> okay we're, what are you doing? we're in it's the middle of a girl bro, yeah. like
2: <laughs> it's okay i got i got healer chat going in our last 25 man again so you know That's good
0: we, yeah i mean we've uh, got
2: that we've decided we need to like re redo healer chat because now there's a lot of people in there that are not healers anymore
1: and- um Warrior Chat was never big, but it's now huge it's huge. Now, just the only yeah, one yeah there, I talked to myself all the whole time in Warrior Chat. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I'll say though, I was, uh, I was advocating for splitting up tier four and five on uh, before TBC, and I, I still think it's the right choice because so um, you can, if if tier five was already out, then uh, we're right now would be saying when tier six, <laughs>
1: pretty much. Mm. Well, and I think like I think you have to respect the arena as aspect of the game, and if tier five is out. It would, I mean, it would be horrible for the people that couldn't, the PVPers that couldn't do tier five. They're great like, it for would Warriors. Be bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I also warriors. think,
2: too, it's given us yeah. this time to work up professions and work up alts and get those professions going, right? And I think that's probably why we're seeing that the market's a little inflated and um, things don't cost as much because people have that time to spent towards doing these other things and i think once we get another tier in it'll kind of continue but it might be a little bit more time that you're raiding instead of doing your professions and all of that so i think it was a good i think it's a good balance i mean yeah it doesn't take very long but maybe that's the best thing when you go into a fresh like leveling experience like everybody was burnt out after the first couple of days right after the first week of TBC coming out we're all like i never want to step into a dungeon again
0: <laughs> yeah, we also sink a lot of time into the game we're not average players i guess who might right. not sink a lot of time i i was pretty the first like two weeks i was like pretty anxious where every day i was like i have so much to do i have all this gold to make i've got professions to get up i've got badges to get Like, I have all these things I'm trying to do. I remember, like, the last hour before every Karazhan, I'm, like, running around (laughs) finishing the last touches before I'm ready to go. Oh, yeah. So, like, imagine having to do also Tier 5. It just would have been very overwhelming, (laughs) I think, Mm -hmm. to start out. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it would have been. And then, I think one of the biggest problems is just the discrepancy between casual players and, like, the top level player, where uh, right now it kind of gives everyone a chance to catch up. uh, But if all if, t- if t5 was out and you weren't even in Karazan yet at like this point like that hunter who you invited who isn't even attuned to Karazan, it just wouldn't feel good at all if people have been clearing t5 for weeks now and you're still just like i just hit 70 i'm <laughs> just trying to figure yeah. out what's going on right. and so that i think that so yeah. and why do yeah, there's,
2: you know it's I've... definitely
0: not a lot to do once you're done with your character but um i think for the game as a whole there you know it allows people to take their time and Prepare for the the phases that's yeah. coming. I mean, that coming.
3: This- that, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean you can't take content away, but you can bring it out early.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: that's the main thing. So yeah. uh, I'm glad they did it this way. Anyway, even if uh, you know I'm might too. seem a bit quiet. Like I'd rather have a game where I can raid log and feel low as though I'm not falling behind, rather than a game where if I want to raid, I have to log in daily to do chores.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah. I feel like that's not sustainable, right? Like you would get more people burn out and leaving if. It required them to be on for multiple hours every day. That's why like I was having issues with my sound earlier. But when you said that all retail does is like look at engagement or not all they do, but a lot of what they do is look at engagement like why is that your metric that you're so concerned about? because yes, that's fun, engagement is great, but you make the same amount of money if they are engaged or not in a month. And if people want to continue to play in a way, don't make it so they have to be engaged, like make it so that it's fun to be engaged or, you know, you get a slight benefit for being engaged, but not that you have to be engaged.
0: Yeah, I have a well, I think it's I think it's two things. The first, I have a feeling that there might be some correlation uh, between like engagement levels like that and cash shop usage because a lot of their money isn't from monthly subscriptions, but the cash shop. Um, And then two. I, this kind of extends outside of, of game design. Um, but when I worked at a software company, it worked just like this as well, too, where you have different teams working on different aspects of the game. So like the the people that created the ma, for instance, which is a zone there, in order to determine whether or not that is a good zone, they want to measure how much people are going there and interacting with that particular thing. So when uh, whenever we had like a new tool that came out the goal was to get engagement as high as possible for that tool just so that people are using it. So it could just come down to not it might not even be like an upper management thing. It could be in order to justify what we've done. We want engagement to be high. But what that turns into is okay well then in order to raid so like for the ma in order to get sockets before 9.1 and put gems in your gear you had to go do these dailies every day so they're like let's force right. people to go do it and I think that that's where things right. get kind of bad probably connected to their yeah. bonus
2: right yeah. like if the content you create <laughs>
0: has this <laughs> much engagement
2: you get a 20% <laughs> bonus right mm-hmm. they're like I mean, oh they, we will make they them did engage this in,
3: uh, <laughs> Mr. Pandaria. they had something called scenarios which were three man content and uh, they were like there were so there was like over a dozen of them easily, and everybody only ever ran one of them called Battle on the High Seas because you could valor, you could get a ton of valor for it, and it took like five minutes. So it looked like scenarios were doing well, but people were just like, I want to do this one because lots of valor. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah they got I mean, rid of they got yeah. rid of scenarios after MOP as well.
0: Yeah, but then I don't I don't know if you've played uh, after that as well too. But in uh, Battle for Azeroth, they had. Oh, what is it called it would send you to an island it was like three three on three it'd be horde on one side and the lines on the other but it was like a pvp scenario or a pve race where you're like doing quests on the island expeditions maybe island expeditions, mm-hmm.
2: maybe yeah, island play, expeditions play yeah. <laughs> that's what stu yeah, said. Ex- I I said Yeah, I like
0: island that. expeditions where it's like Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't there know how PvP much other versions, people did them. Yeah. I certainly <laughs> did not after a while. Yeah. I did just... I
3: did enough for my Azerite cap weekly and I didn't touch the things. I don't <laughs> think I ever did a PvP one <laughs> uh, either. So, yeah. I was yeah. just like, give me my whatever the points is for my weapon and I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And the,
0: even the PvE ones, though, had like fake horde on the other side, right? If I recall, like they had. Uh, They did, yeah. 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 But, I
3: mean, people, people <laughs> just turned it. You just pulled the entire, right? It's like um having a Frost Mage in a dungeon, right? You The only limit is how many things you can pull. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you just pull everything in a big ball eh, AoEM. There you
1: go. It reminded me, what was it? Was it in Wrath or did it change Cataclysm? So in Wrath, there's that big open world, like. VG winter grass winter comes out winter grass yeah. yeah and then at some point there was like no alliance doing it so they like if there was less alliance in there they'd get some sort of stat that was like a buff yeah so you'd have like an you'd have like an like alliance players that were like boss yeah. level yeah, yeah. They to well, what was yeah,
3: that right. called um uh I, I played in the alliance majority server so I don't remember
2: you guys maybe that's more. how they should maybe that is how they should fix battleground queues. Yeah. They should just say, "Okay, ten horde for Warsong Gulch, and if there's only two alliance queued, they can pair yeah. up with them." But the two alliance equal ten horde. I had,
0: <laughs> I, I, I saw someone suggest that, but without the buff, just make it make the queues instant, and then however many alliance there are, throw them in. <laughs>
2: No, that sounds awful!
0: Wow. Like on <laughs> minority so servers, right?
3: You have a gnome that's like eight foot tall and has like 400% extra damage. <laughs>
4: yeah, right?
3: <laughs> and that's the fact. That I
1: can't cast that yet.
3: Yep, was it called Determination? I'm going to
0: get
2: the flag.
0: <laughs> Wait, was the buff called yeah, yeah. Determination? Because I think Determination was, in looking for raid, if you wipe in looking for raid, you get a stacking right. buff. <laughs>
1: No, no, it was, didn't ten- it was Tenacity. Oh, tenacity. Because it was the same name as our, like, uh, friend guild, which was Tenacity. There
3: you go. Oh, they did. A, they, had a, they tried to do wintergrass again in Cataclysm. That's what it was called Tolberad. Tolberad. And it's was this hilarious exploit you could do where, basically <laughs> before you were about to... It, so the, to stop the imbalance with how many people were engaging with the content, which you had in Wintergrass they fixed the amount of people you could have in the zone at one time. Uh, so it'd be like, I don't know, 25 versus 25 or something. And it was like, you had to cap a certain amount of flags and some other crap. I don't remember it exactly. And what happened is everybody would wait on the bridge going into Tolbarad because it's open world. It wasn't instance. And just as you're about <laughs> to win, everybody runs over the bridge and gets the credit for, as if you would have won. And it was... <laughs> You'd like suddenly have like 200 people run wow. across the bridge into the zone, and you'd all get credit for the win. And they didn't fix it oh for so long.
0: I was on a dead server, and <laughs> um, I didn't know that existed. Wow. I wish I had done I wish I could have taken advantage of that. Yeah. I just remember like, a bunch it's of I'd
3: <laughs> yep. oh, get on the
4: bridge, do a
0: countdown, run <laughs> across, credit. Great game.
4: That's hilarious. Yeah, it was a good one. All okay. right, yeah,
1: well, we kind of got off of the. Uh, is TBC classic dying. But I think we all agree that like probably a lot of people are taking some time off and plan to come back for the rest of the content.
2: I think it's still fun. I love
1: it. Yeah. And pop pop, like raid completion is on the uprise. So I don't know what everybody's talking about. And we might just be lucky on white on white man, but like the servers populated. It's like, shit ton of horde but it's populated, yeah, it's populated yeah, there's a lot sides. of people running around yeah, Like
0: even if where there's a disparity it is. there's still just a bunch of people in general so like I I, yeah. I have read accounts especially with the a lot of talk about faction imbalance recently of uh, low pop, like alliance servers where people are talking about how they can it takes like hours to find a tank it's really hard to get heroic groups together mm-hmm. and I think unfortunately that is just a factor of popul- low population in general um, on some of these servers so I have no doubt that it could be an issue somewhere.
1: Yeah. If like, I don't pug, I'm not going yeah, to either. Like, unless like the, the willing people in guild that I know, know what they're doing run out. I'm not going to pug. So there's a ton of people like me too. Like if like your best bets to get in a guild and Try and work with those people because a lot of trust comes into heroics because it could be a big waste of time and a lockout for the day, especially if it's your daily heroic so I mean
2: you could spend thirty minutes getting a hunter to Karazan and then realize he's not attuned in looking mm-hmm. for group, you know like
1: <laughs> in the next phase when gear changes, I think actually pugging will happen a lot more often because people. The con the content will be basically debuffed with the amount of gear people have, and people will be more willing to take a chance. I don't think so.
0: I think as gear gets better, I think people are going to start saying, "Link me your armory." <laughs> they're going to be they're going to be looking you up in the armories that exist yep. now. Uh, come
3: outside Alderbank Bank for inspection.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that that is.
2: A- you have GDKPs come back like.
1: Yeah, we already yeah. have a weak aura to link your uh, item yeah. gear, gear score. Uh, oh, true, I've, I've got it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. What is my... I don't even know what my item gear score is. I wonder.
1: I could link you the, the weak aura af- so after good. this. All right, well, guys, I think that's going to end it out for this week's show. So we're going to go into closing out. But before, Yip had an add-on to the week that he wanted to do last week. So let's move into ladies and gentlemen this is our add-on of the week
0: so i'll keep it short and sweet this week um just something i think especially tanks but more than tanks can use this too is something called threat plates uh, it's it's pretty popular and we've never talked about it, though. But uh, the big thing I've used the big it thing forever. for uh, for threat plates originally is uh, you there's a visual aid to show you when you're losing threat. Um, so threat on multiple targets is really, really hard to measure just with a uh, just with like a threat add on because it just tells you threat on that mob that you're targeting. Um, so especially in dungeons, it can be hard. Uh, to actually see your threat across multiple mobs. So threat plates just makes that more visual for you. But it also adds in a whole bunch of other nameplate benefits. Uh, The biggest one for me uh, is the debuffs can show above the nameplates. Um, So even if you have like a debuff timer, which I think actually might exist across TBC now, but in classic you had to have uh, a debuff timer you wouldn't see how long a debuff would last on a mob these also can put them above the nameplate so you can see when you know your your sunder stacks are going to fall off uh, another mob even if you're not targeting at that time so that sort of thing is really useful i think it's really useful in pvp as well too um but it's 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 pretty popular but if you're not using it you should definitely check it out it just makes it just gives you more information uh while you're playing the game which means the game will get uh, a little easier for you which I've pugged a lot of heroics, and some people could use that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and don't think that this is just a tank thing. Oh yeah, this is huge for for DPS, for for heals, because what it does is it just it basically changes your you know if you hit you know if you hit V and turn on enemy enemy nameplates, it changes them to a like. A pleasing graphic too, instead of the basic graphic that is not very pleasing. It gives you a lot of information, and as a DPS, I'm sure as a heal too, it'll let you see like if you're it like for 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 warrior, it's great because if you're in arms or in berserker stance, if you get aggro, it shows the mob is red, and th- then like it shows greed if you don't have aggro, but then if you're in protection stance, uh d def- defensive stance, it actually flops it for like for for you because it knows that greed is good. So if you have aggro, it's greed. If you don't, it's red. It's it's a really good add-on. I can't believe we've never talked about it here.
0: Yeah, me neither. I <laughs> I realized we hadn't and uh thought that was a good one to throw in because it is really really useful you gain a lot of information um with just a simple change and it's also pretty appealing like bob said um is like there are a lot of like ui overhaul uh add-ons like lvi and stuff like that but for simple changes like nameplates and wow are kind of (laughs) they're kind of ugly and then they don't they're not great or anything so threat places is really nice to have even if you don't Need all that extra info, I still think they just look nicer.
1: <laughs> yeah, you talked about PvP, and it's so nice in in PvP because when you're in a big old brawl, especially if you're if you're melee, everybody's got a counter like and I see ooh, priest, ooh, warlock, ooh, hunter, like you know, I see because it changes the color of that class on your plate itself so it's a big indicator of oh this is guy this is a guy i counter i could go after him first yeah you should definitely have it
0: definitely worth testing out at least i think you won't go back even if you don't even if you don't need all that info i just don't think you'd go back
1: (laughs) yep all right guys don't forget to
2: i don't have it yet
1: Oh really? Huh. No. That might. That might. You were talking about. You were talking about healing threat the other day. That might really help help you out a lot. I didn't even think to mention it, especially now that you can make your nameplate distance further. Yeah. So that's actually. Really I was just cool. laugh
2: though. Like we were talking about it the other day, and healer threat is like, okay, what do you do though? Like you just let the tank die because you've got threat. Like like, you're things. getting too high. Like
0: I've only had issues with priests and healing threat.
2: Leave us alone. <laughs> hey i have more <laughs> issues on my druid than my priest my priest has fade my yeah. druid i take aggro and i'm like okay
0: Your druid has Bearform Bearform. <laughs> that's true yeah. bear form is yeah. is actually pretty useful pulling like one mob no
2: no it is not <laughs> it is not useful at all i do it, the it is like much, but uh... <laughs> it allows me to survive an extra half a second is pretty much what i get from bear form
0: I mean if you're, I, in, full I mean, I leather, if you're in full leather if you're full leather in bare form you can h- take a hit or two but I'm not. from a heroic. I'm a healer. Yeah, if,
1: like
2: i need cloth okay. like if
1: you're a but if you're a healer at pvp full bear, full pvp gear you're almost fine. freaking I'm talking impossible to kill pvp bear form
2: <laughs> like i can't fade pvp either like i don't need threat plates for pvp i need threat plates for pve but it's like okay i've got threat but i either heal again or yip dies like
0: Die. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you (laughs) want me to heal heal again, don't you?
1: (laughs) All right. Well, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded. You can also follow the Mashless Buttons Network at the Mash Network. If you want to send us something a little longer, and we did get some pretty long emails this last week and we loved them. So keep them coming. You can send those to wcrpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. If you'd like to join our discord and make it actually active, you can do so by going to mash.gg discord. How can you help the podcast out? Well, you can tell people about the podcast. That is always the best word of mouth is huge. If you tell your friend to check us out, he probably will. If you post something on a random discord, Maybe not, but it, just tell people about the show. If you want to help us out even further, you can go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review there, or on WarcraftRadio.com/slash/directory, you can leave a, a review there. People have been sending us re, re, reviews on, you know, in game and in disc and in and in Discord. And while that doesn't really help us like grow, we really appreciate it. So don't. So thank those you are for good too. those too, and. Yeah, that's about the best way you can do to help us. But for now, we're going to get out of here. Yep. Where can we find you? you can
0: find me at Cognitive Pit on Twitter or on YouTube, youtube.com slash Cognitive Pit. And the other way that you can help us is uh just Pocket Heel Bob if you see him in a BG. That's the-
1: oh, please, please. Thank you.
2: No, Peel for Mel. This is how you <laughs> can help. Okay. You can find me on Twitter at Mel Overwatch or in-game on Mel Arena. Or Arielina, okay. So if you feel so inclined to say that I'm better than Bob, I'll shout you out.
1: Well, I mean, they don't have to say that, they just know it's true. But Willie, where can we find you? Pretty simple. Willie on
3: YouTube and M O Willie on Twitter. That's it for the time being.
1: And W I L L E. There we go. And you can find me on Twitter at Blazon underscore Bob. It's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. I haven't been streaming, but I'm going to be back to it next week. That's twitch.tv slash Blazin Bob. Sorry for the lapse, but I've been, I've been tired. So, all right, guys. Bye. So, thought it was going to be a short episode, but, you know. Never. Yep.
0: Classic mistake. Apparently not. <laughs> yeah. It's just never when it when it comes to classic
1: wow, we could uh, uh, how long we've been doing it. two and a half. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is totally the the meme that always oh, thought this was gonna be a short episode. We could we just talked about guild stuff like for the first hour and fifteen minutes last episode. It's actually <laughs> your fault.
0: When you say it might be a short episode, it makes us think that we can talk more on a subject. Yeah, or like not that we have to, but like we can. A lot of the times when there's a lot on the docket, it's like, oh, I better not go on a tangent here. <laughs> but it was gonna be a short one. I can, be, I can. Hey, You're actually
1: pounds. seeing right into what I do. Like you'll notice we're a little light on content when I say that, and yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, guys. Everybody in stream. Thank you for hanging out, and we will see you guys next week.